just ready. Okay, there you go. Life. Stop complaining, it's going. Real snipe selling boys. Okay, so uh, today is a very special episode. We have with us in the studio, in <laughs> Stop! I'm going to remove you from this. Are you going to edit now? No, I'm not going to edit anything. <laughs> The, the dining room studio, Inslee. Welcome Inslee. back to Non-Important. Today we have Inslee. I don't do any of that nonsense. Say what's up, bro. Hey, how's it going, guys? <laughs> Inslee's got super nervous. I know. I'm no, that's cool. Inslee's a, a longtime friend, childhood friend, currently going to, uh, where are you going to school at? Longtime caller, first time listener. Oh, no, well, it, goes, it goes opposite. You don't, have to actually, you don't have to tell them where you're going to school, but to, uh, uh, currently attending school for what? Uh, you nutritional, can tell them where he is. nutritional, nutritional science. Sorry, I shouldn't say it like I'm just like y'all though, associates from Richland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, Rural you got your associates ducks. from Richland? Yeah, I did. Richland, Richard, Richard Lind. That Richard yeah. Lind. That's yeah, a Richard good Lind. college right there. <laughs> like six dollars forty. So on the come up, definitely. We're all asso- we're all graduates here. We're all educated in this room. Look. So everybody that's listening to us that's not educated, we look down on you. Ainsley would have laughed, but he's taking a drink. Chris is <laughs> just scared. staring at me. That's we don't actually look down on you. It's a total joke, and I hope some of you laugh. But yeah, seriously, go to a real college. Face. Yeah. What are you doing with your life? Just kidding. Oh Hopefully, God. making way more money than me. I'm not involved in any of this right now. I'm really not. You're not. You're on your iPad. It's no, pretty rude. You should probably get off of it. I'm looking at the CNNs. Anyway, I'm, I'm just like, hey, you wanted, to, like how you wanted to start it, then you're just on your iPad and not paying attention. Three people are definitely going to be so chaotic here because two is like an interview, but three. And then Kristen's in the room. It's going to be like a freaking wild show. You know how you said you worked at Urban Outfitters? Yeah. Have you seen that meme that goes like, meme. um, that goes like, uh, champion, everyone is out here paying $60 for champion. Little do they know it was sold at like Kmart for $10. Yeah, exactly. I remember growing like up as a kid having champion. Yeah. Yeah. I remember my first baseball uniforms. It was like a t-shirt with like, it's like a Henley t-shirt. Yeah. yeah. Henley t-shirt with a champion stitch on it. That yeah. thick patch. They Academy still sells it. it they sell like designer now. Like it's I Gucci think, or something. But for, some reason, but for some reason at Urban Outfitters, there's a nicer quality because you can still, I'm pretty sure you can it's still really go not. to I used to work there. I don't it's think not, it's nice at all. It's not any nicer. I think, I think that's what they make you. You know what it is? You pay for the aesthetic. Yeah. It's like one of those bands that's overrated. <sighs> They're like, oh, dude, their music's so good, but it's really not. It's just like their vibe and like, you just don't get it, man. The only person cool. I take any music interest from is Liz Brown. She's a pro. Who is that? It doesn't matter. If the music's old, don't listen well, to it. Yeah. Who's Liz Brown? This girl that we grew up hanging out with. Oh, no. I hope she's not listening to this. Dude, I would love her to be listening to it. It'd be great. She, it, that was, yeah. That's some inside Shout baseball. Out. That's okay. some inside baseball. That's okay. for me and Cody. No one else, not anyone else listening to this is going to understand that. Except no, maybe five true. people. That's true. We just had a conversation. That's what I was talking about when I was yeah. talking about the me talking text. different when Inslee's here. Yeah, yeah, that's what Cody was afraid of, of just having a conversation where we're talking about two people. Okay, so I'm on my iPad. Oh, hold up on that, though. I see what you're looking at there, but we should... You don't even see. It's like a news of 50 articles. At our articles. This is my bad. I'm I'm throwing Cody off the intro. No, no, no. This is the intro. That was it right there. That was bad of the bone. It doesn't matter. It doesn't doesn't have to be playing any specific way. Just... What's cool? Lollygagging. This is just already... Do you have, like, a background? Huh? Do you want me to give like a background? You can if you want. Yeah, tell yeah. us about yourself. Shall we? Like, oh how long have you been listening we're to the podcast? We're learning, we're learning like you're learning. So go ahead. Okay, cool. It doesn't matter to you. Yeah. There's no structure to this thing. I know. I you should get the nerves out. To, I should right? got to talk the nerves out. The first few minutes okay, I'll probably get talk it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make go some ahead. weird jokes. Tell us about yourself. Don't embarrass yourself. <laughs> Too late. 
Uh, but yeah, I'm from Mesquite, Texas. Me and Cody are really good friends. Started hanging out probably middle school, high, early no, high, no, school. high school. Early high school. Yeah, no, yeah, probably like sophomore year of high school. Mm-hmm. What did you yeah. mention about him in the last podcast? You were just like my buddy Inslee. You started going. You didn't say know. anything about him though, did you? I don't think so. No, y'all went on to something else. Yeah, I've listened extensively. No, no, no. I'm the biggest fan. We we just mentioned. I memorized this part actually, yes. like that included. I actually brought a transcript of the podcast. <laughs> we just mentioned, and then he said no. Yeah, we, we just mentioned. No, um, right here. I mentioned how I wanted him on because we're talking about how um, we're gonna get him over here at oh, some yeah. point in time, and I was like, we gotta there? get Inslee on one of these podcasts because yeah, we have a lot of uh, meaningful slash deep, non meaningful, bogus <laughs> conversations a lot of the time. I could tell. Sometimes it's meaningful, sometimes it's not. It's like a it timeline dip, of... It, yeah. It dips in and out. The best way to describe it is it dips yeah. in and out from like ridiculousness to serious. To actual serious. Yeah. No, I can yeah. tell. It's hard to tell where your where your all's flow is going. I can't keep up. That's why I just keep my head down. Yeah, because last time you were here, yeah, we yeah. had like dinner and everything like that. Yeah, last time you were here, we had dinner and everything. We had a long, pretty... It was like a, a deep conversation about... I knew that about you, though, because his parents told me that yeah. about you. His parents yeah. were like, yeah, Cody, at some point, like, in the high school or whatever, he would be like, all right, I'm out and I'm going to sleep, but you would be the one that stayed yeah, away. Yeah, we downstairs. Sean would sometimes <laughs> stay downstairs. I'm like, no, I can't do this anymore. And they'd be like, Ainsley would just talk to us. Yeah, just say hang out. Yeah, because Audrey and Wayne were like night owls, and they'd just sit there and listen. Yeah, but that was, yeah, that was good times. Those were good times. Okay, yeah, so I would do it sober, too. I wasn't yeah. always under the influence. <laughs> Our people don't even know about that. Okay, so um, okay, so you're going to need to explain this further, but if anyone doesn't know Inslee, which I suspect a lot of you don't, Inslee, you weren't even, I wouldn't even necessarily call you a party boy. You just got in the habit of drinking. I was a party boy for a while. You yeah. Did, yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Can B-O-I. Be- yeah. Party boy. Party boy. Yeah. Party boys. Yeah, yeah, I was for a while. And then you but, just stopped. Like when I yeah. met Inslee, he was a party boy. So in back in early school, high school, yeah. Yeah, so high, yeah, I I, I started drinking at six. Sweet one. Well, well no, I am. He was, yeah. for sure. He was so that baby oh, face. Yeah, I am. I am the sweet one. <laughs> no, no, it was just, it was just I just a had crazy. a beer in my well, hand. No, I'm just I'm just like, I'm just really just a normal guy from Mesquite, Texas. It's really I really am. Yeah. We just But everyone's a fun group of friends and we did. Like, At 16? Where we, where, we, where we centered. When did you start drinking? I actually never, I didn't partake until my 18th birthday, like straight up. Like my 18th birthday, they, I still didn't even partake then, but my 18th birthday, remember that, that house that we were at? Yeah. Do you want to go into a little detail? Dude, that was hilarious. That was so much fun. Okay. Whose house I don't was get, I don't should we even say? I don't want to get you in trouble. No, I literally <laughs> don't care at all. I've already told this story to several people. But oh, okay. No, we had this uh, house that somebody's, it was somebody's moved, son, someone, which yeah. we were friends with, was yeah. selling. So the house was empty, and I guess oh, I heard the I heard we, the story. There was some sort of planning involved, but we we had that we partied in the house for like three days straight, right? It was yeah. like it was we a had, couple days in a row. Yeah, and there's actually a photo of all of us before we went over there. No way, that is I had, really? Yeah, because of those awful dude. I had awful blonde patches in my yeah, head. Yeah, you had the blonde patch, dude. It was, it was, it was, blonde it was brutal. Speaking of Liz Brown, like, shout out. Yeah. Dude, you had uh, that blonde patch in here. That was legit. Ah, uh, yuck. <laughs> Inslee had these long, it was brutal. luscious, Yeah, I had hair down my shoulders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was bad to the bone. I need to see this. It was I'll thick. I'll find some pictures. T-H-I-C-C. It was thick and raven-like. Yeah, it was that's, a, that's the highest compliment. In but house. yeah, but we had that party. But anyways, it like it happened to fall 
during my 18th birthday. Yeah, it was kind of for your birthday, but yeah. it, was a bunch, it was a group of other people. Right. I can't remember exactly There was a lot of people there. that I didn't even know. But, but it, was, it was just an empty house. It was yeah. a nice house, too. Like it, was, it was right in between where I lived and Cody lived. And we trashed it. Like, all of our friends growing what? up what? in the Well, ski, not, like, badly. But we didn't trash it. We just partied inside it. But we yeah. didn't, like, punch holes in the wall. Yeah, yeah, we didn't yeah. put out cigarettes in the carpet We were just, like, like doing some crazy dancing and, like, having a good time. Yeah, we're we're just so that same, we were getting so crunk. We were getting rough. That same day, so for technically my 18th birthday... Um, I guess Kristen's walking out of the room, but that's okay. Um, I'm, I'm listening. I'm getting the dog a treat. I already gave her one. But that's fine. It doesn't matter. But that same, that was the same time. So I, I drank and took a dip. And, yes, and one of those days, and I threw first, up. First dip ski. Yeah. I remember you had I a hard time standing up. It was yeah. rough. I, didn't, I could not stand up. It was uh, like, as soon as that tobacco, I didn't realize how fast. I really the dip? The dip, yeah. Because yeah, so like, there's no furniture in there. It was an empty house. I drink, it was a house being sold, I think. Yeah, yeah there was no yeah. furniture in there at all. I would be pissed I, if I bought that. Well, I didn't drink a lot. It has character. We just knew one. Ha- we knew someone who had like a key or like a code to get in. It was their son, I thought. Yeah, like, it was their I son. I want to say it was one of Lynn Hoyvik's friends. I th- you're probably yeah. right. It was my memory could be totally yeah. wrong though. But anyways, so friend of a friend. I drank like two beers because, it, like, I did not care for the taste of alcohol at all, especially not beer. And then anybody that drinks beer for the first time, they're like, oh, what is this monstrosity? Oh, dude, it's brutal. But I had Yo, a couple beers. Drink I had a couple beers. beers yeah. Oh, and then it, it's what we could had access to. Cody's favorite, Keystone Lights. Cody's favorite beer that he first told me about whenever we became friends. He was like, "It's this grapefruit beer, and it tastes like oh, stomach yeah. bile." Oh yeah. But once you get past that taste, <laughs> it's delicious. And I was like, uh, "That's uh, how you know it's the hard taste to get." Sculpin grapefruit IPA. Oh Shout out yes, to the dude. In California, that yeah. place is so good. It has a fish on the side of it. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. But I interrupted you. I'm almost there. Like we're almost at the end of that story. You're, dude, you're good, man. You're good. But um, so I had a couple beers, and um, I remember Justin. I was like, I was like, you know what? I guess the alcohol inhibited my thought process. But I was like, Justin, go ahead and give me a pinch of that dip. <laughs> and he was so excited. He Two was like, oh, oh, dude, you know? yeah. He lit up like a yeah, Christmas yeah. Tree. So he like, he like, I, I, we're in the bathroom looking in the mirror, <laughs> and I still have braces at the time. So oh it, yeah, that's it right. Made that, it made that trash <laughs> real compact, gross. like it stuck perfectly in my lip, like Dude, it just yeah. packed it down. But I pulled out this fat wad, <laughs> and I was like, "Is this enough, dude, or is this too much?" And Justin, Justin Lewis was looking at me. He's like, "You know, he did that that little smile, half grin nod with the fat yeah, in his, his little, mouth, and yeah. he's just like, yeah, go yeah. ahead.' His little, I was like, "Okay, cool, yeah." yeah. yeah. So I put that in my lip and like I sat down and I could not stand back up. Like I was sliding down the walls with my back. Like I wasn't drunk at all. Like the beer had nothing to do with this. It was straight up the tobacco. I was like, oh, and I was like spitting it into a glass bottle. I thought I was so cool until I realized what was happening. Dude, it makes you feel, yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm like high off this tobacco. You know what I'm saying? So he got in a boxing ring and got hit in the corner. You're a little dazed for sure. I got a little little bird up in the temple. Little birds and stars floating around. Yeah, because the same thing happened to me when I first I tried to dip. When I first tried to dip, I was sitting outside with Justin. I got up. I was like, whoa, dude. Oh yeah, gosh. head rush. Yeah, time. it was a big head rush. It was like, it was like the, when you put the bat down mm. and you put your head on top yeah, of it and you spin bat, around. Spin and spin and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. kind of what it makes you feel like. You're like, whoa. Um, oh. But yeah, so I, I had Tino's that night with the rest of the family, like the whole family, like my family and stuff. Yes. 
through all that up in the front yard. Like, I was like, oh, I love man. that for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was not a pleasant trip. But that was a outstanding. How did we get on the topic on that story? Oh, we're talking about growing up in Mesquite. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's just a little tidbit on growing up in no, Mesquite. But she no, was talking no, about no. party boys. We were talking about yeah, yeah. Oh, party boys. Oh, about, that's I was, right. I was trying to lead into your little nutritionist type deal. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll I'm segue studying, into that. That's actually really good. Studying nutrition. <laughs> yeah, good segue. College, good job. Right. High five. But, um, <laughs> but you can continue talk. We talk about all that nonsense, but you can continue to talk about like you know where where you were and now where you're at. I guess if you want. Oh yeah, man. Well, I was gonna say about mesquite, Cody. Would you? This is how I, I sum it up to people. If you don't know, like mesquite, it's like basically divided up by the high schools. So it's a pretty good yeah. sized city. But like think- each high school area is like its own city. Yeah. So like where we went to high school. It's like it feels like a Friday Night Lights town a little bit, mm-hmm. where everyone kind of knows everybody until yeah. you get you see into everyone at the those games. other ones, and you're just like, yeah. I will mess you up, even though you're from Mesquite. No, okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah, no, because you have your rivals. <laughs> yeah, you, you have your rivals, and most other we were like the last school to be built there, so like everyone hated our guts. I always thought yeah. y'all I always was feel, the I, nicest school. We were like, oh, it was nice. If you compared oh. it to cities, like we were the like how Dallas is to Texas, like that's how Horn was to. To mesquite, <laughs> if that makes any sense at all. It does. Like how actually, people, like how people looked at because us. Because everyone know? looks at Dallas like, why is Dallas everything? And it's like not. Yeah, 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 exactly. But uh, it's probably one of the good analogy, but it, it doesn't matter. But I was gonna ask you if this is accurate, Cody. Like it was like a Friday Night Lights town, but it's also kind of like a half ghetto a little bit. It's like rough around the edges, but Friday Night Lights at the same time. Yeah, that makes sense. That's exactly right. That's, that's a good way to town, describe Mesquite. It's, it's basically a Texas that's town. Every, yeah. That's every, yes, that's every Every Texas town. town. Other town basically, in Texas, almost, yeah. Because yeah, like, that basically just describes Seagaville, too. That yeah. was, that was Except Seagull. Mesquite's huge. I mean, hell, I went to, so I went to school in Kilgore. 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 Um, that's Kilgore, too. Like, it's, it's just every town. I don't think any town, um, like, I don't think any town escapes it. Honestly. Yeah. Like, and I'm not mad at it. Like it's no, just, I'm not either. It, yeah, you know so what? I'm really glad. I was asking you this too, Cody. Like, are you glad to grow up? I kind of like that I grew up in Mesquite. I love that I grew up in Mesquite, dude, for sure. Because there's a lot of good, humble people the, there. Yeah. And it is kind of rough so, around the edges, so that's. It is. So which is kind of important. It's important to see. Yeah. I don't think Mesquite is rough around the edges. So. Is it just the Seagullville in me talking? Yeah, well, it's the demographic you have to understand because the demographic in Seagullville is is so different from the demographic in Mesquite. It's very different. I don't know much about Seagullville. When we were going, I think it was our sophomore or junior year when Katrina happened. Yeah, we got a lot of kids. It was like I think it might have been freshman sophomore because Katrina was in two thousand four. I think. Yeah, it was sophomore year. So it was our sophomore year, my sophomore year, junior probably, because you were ahead of me by one grade. Yeah, that's right. Um, and that brought in a ton of people to our high school. Yeah, to, to the whole to to all of Mesquite, really. Like it I changed. Realize, it changed. It changed everything about our. It school. really did. Like, I guess yeah, I didn't it was realize, huge. Like I guess it just didn't really. I mean, I guess I didn't realize everyone went to Mesquite. Well, I mean, it was it Dallas in general, and Mesquite happened to be. It was probably Dallas in general, but Mesquite probably had the most because because. Horn High School opened, I just Googled it, in 2000, in literally the year 2000. So Horn High School was probably the least occupied of the Mesquite 5 high school district. And that was when we were still 5A back then. What are so, y'all now? Do you know 6A. That? How, how big is that? I think my, my school was only like a four. Well, Prosper, three or if you think about where we were, 6A is 6A as well. But there's, there's only one high school. So that's, I mean, that kind of is where that it's That town's going to be really sad whenever that school splits. Yeah, they will. It's going to be different. Well, they'll everybody's going to stick to their roots with, like, the original Prosper High School, but... But that's, like, Forney, how they split, like... 
It's like, yeah. what do you do with your football team? I think that's it's like it sucks. That's like the general overview of Texas high school football. Like it's a huge deal, and everybody's a rival of everybody if they play each other, and that's just the way it works. Yeah, but that's just like that's like you're talking about the Friday My night favorite. Lights. Hey, did y'all ever do hometown rivalries? Like just the Mesquite schools playing against each other for fun? No, we didn't do that crap well, because that people got stabbed and shot at when those things happened in Mesquite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like if if Horn played Mesquite High School and you went to the game, like. There's gonna you be better watch out in the parking lot. Yeah, so I sure. mean, yeah, it's a rock. Your life okay, is so in people, danger. So people weren't good sports about it. Heard. Yeah, it's not. It's not like soccer hooligan level, but soccer yeah, you gotta hooligan, you gotta have soccer a, hooligan. You know thing. what I'm talking about? It's not that wild, but um, I know exactly what you're talking about. Great movie. Yeah, <laughs> Green Street Hooligans. They, yeah, they go after each other. But yeah, soccer hooligans like kill guess, each other. I guess I was bringing that up. Oh yeah, for sure, dude. It gets intense. Yeah. I guess I was bringing that up because I've been watching Friday Night Lights TV show and like just the movie. And I don't know. I feel like it really some like they really paint the picture of Texas really well. I feel well. that. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. Like sure. what it's like to grow up in Texas. Cody, they make it feel real. That? The movie or the TV show? Friday, or both. Friday Night Lights. The movie or the TV show? The, the t- I'm talking about the TV show. Oh, yeah, TV I've show. I've seen the movie. I haven't seen the TV show. Oh, okay. It's really good. Like, I think the first Booby episode. Booby Miles. Booby Miles, yeah. Yeah. Booby Miles, the yeah. The first episode in, I, um, is it the first episode or the second episode where um, Homeboy just gets immediately. Spoiler um, alert. I'm sure. Crippled. And yeah. This, the show came out like the so show. Somebody gets crippled too. Like it's in o, it came out in 05. It was the same guy who did the movie, same uh, director, and oh, he yeah. just translated it to TV. Gotcha. It came out in 05, 06, I think. So the show. yeah, so the, the, the quarterback. The he first gets his, episode when that happened and they were willing him off the. I was just like in tears. I was like, what? No, yeah. But that is the moment where I was like, okay, I'm gonna stay in this. And then something happened and I fell off and I found another TV show or something like that on Netflix. Yeah, that's what you do. That's where I've been rewatching it because I'd forgotten about it. I hadn't watched it since like 2012. I think I'll go back and watch it now or I'll try to pick up where I left off something just, because I do it everyone's like oh my gosh it's amazing and I yeah. don't I, I don't know I can't stick with we're talking about I'm TV just shows right now we should probably I get could. on to like let's talk about Inslee real quick and then yeah, yeah, get on to a topic that, that's that's on we're probably sitting there listening to this right now and being like where are they going with all this we're talking about Netflix right now. I could and I was, you in the nose. I feel, I feel like I went on about Texas way too long. <laughs> no, you're fine. Inslee just really, but, really loves Texas. No, no, but I feel I feel what you say about... Um, I feel like it just some like whether Friday it's Seagaville, Mesquite, whatever, yeah. Yeah, it, that show but, does a really good job because it's like, man, this show is made for Texas. That's what yeah. it feels like. That's literally what that show feels like. Yeah. But, um, yeah, this all started off with the Party Boy thing. But yeah, that was, uh, I was going to say, I don't really remember Cody, like, drinking, drinking until he was, like, in the Marines. Yes, I didn't, I didn't actually, like, literally, not even saying yeah. this for the people out there, but I, I really didn't start drinking until I turned 21 when I was in the Marines. So I went into the, I was enlisted in the Marines when I was 20, and then I finally had, like, I didn't have any sort of free time slash experience until I turned 21, and then I still really didn't have much then, <laughs> but. I think. <clears throat> it was a cough. Oh. But that Sound kind of, <laughs> but that kind of made that Thank changed you. my life and made me experience like depression and stuff like that for the first time. So alcohol was a wonderful substitute. That's something to turn into. Like I was like, okay, like everybody drank before and they seemed like they were having fun. Now I'm here. Nobody and in the Marines who drinks is happy. Nobody in the Marines is happy. <laughs> See, I don't know well, that about, about the depression thing. Period. Well, not like super depressed, but just feeling down. Yeah, feel you get a little taste of it. I don't feel think blue. Cody it's knows like, how to be depressed. Well, the thing I, don't think I know. He knows no, 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 no. Here's the deal. He here's the deal. No, no, listen, listen, listen. He listen. got a taste. He doesn't know what it's listen like. Listen here. Let me tell you this real quick. So, oh. you do get a little taste of depression, like for real. You actually get a little taste of depression. But the thing is, is when you first go into the Marine Corps, 
uh, they keep you so busy for so long that you don't know what to think. It's like as soon as you kind of get an inkling of like, oh, I miss home so much, boom, you're busy again. Like you're doing something. 24 hours a day, and they run you so hard until you fall asleep. Like once you get to bed, you don't sit there and be like, oh my gosh, I miss my girlfriend at home. No, you fall asleep. <coughs> you fall asleep, you black out. You don't think of anything until you wake up the next morning and they're screaming at you. So what I'm saying is, is once all, once those first like six months of schooling status quote was over with and you started to get like, like almost kind of a nine to five type schedule, you could start to think about what you're missing out on. And you're like, oh, I'm here now. I'm away from home. I'm away from family. And I can think about it. And then you start to go into like those deep, dark, little depressive type, depression type experiences. They're not like fully fledged. Like you don't have to be medicated for them. But like you, like I've been physically ill before from stress slash depression, if you'll call it that. Like actual, my body is affected. Not necessarily just my mind. Like, like I've been physically ill from missing home or feeling like I'm not in the right spot. You know what I'm saying? So if it's ever come to, uh, I don't know how it works. I don't. I literally like I don't know how to be depressed. I'm. I'm I do I feel that I'm such a happy that. person. Like the, yeah, but i sure. When you go, he looks through, at me whenever I'm having like a moment. He's like. I just don't understand, and then I, it just makes it ten times worse. And I'm like, I know you don't understand, but it's a thing, right? And so that was that's how I would uh, describe my de- experiences with depression, and that's when I picked up alcohol because I found out that if I drink at night, those feelings and those memories and those thoughts kind of disappear, and you yeah. just kind of enjoy the time with the people around you, so it goes away or it numbs it, so. You had no. a lot of fun, though. I don't want to make it sound like... You no, were, no, you I, had, I had a lot of fun, you, but you it took a, me a long time. You met some great people. You, right. You really did. Out of all the... I, 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 I don't want to say I know a lot of military guys, but from like the people that I do know, you probably have like one of the best stories. Like You, you ranked, you enjoyed, you went places, and like... You came out with some of the best friends. You didn't just get discharged because your stomach hurt. I don't know. No, no, I definitely there were there were the good certainly outweighed the bad. It was the the best worst job I've ever had in my entire life. The good absolutely outweighed the bad. And like and that's just the beginning of it. Like the only reason I bring this up is because you do experience this and everybody does. Every single person does that goes into I I would I'll speak for the rest of the military. They probably have this experience except for those ones that are like super gung ho and they're like, let's go. You know, they're like they're excited about what they're doing. But if you had something good before, if you enjoyed your life before and you went into, I'll say for my sake, the Marine Corps and everything changes as you know it, it definitely there's a chemical reaction that happens in your body. You know, there's a chemical yeah. reaction that happens in your brain. It changes the way you think. And you you realize what you took for granted when you don't have it anymore. Oh, like, yeah. And you literally, it would have been illegal for me to go see my family. You know what I'm saying? Because that would be against the rules, breaking the law, breaking the articles of the UCMJ, which would therefore translate to civilian law, whatever. But what I'm saying is, don't take that as a negative thing. I, this is the greatest experience of my entire life. But... You do play and dabble with those those terrible thoughts as you know when you miss people and you miss home and you're not sure like you just signed your life away for five years you know that's a crazy thought yeah five years like you sit there and you it's just you have a moment of dread 
for sure. Like you're like, oh man, I'm 20 now. I'm not leaving until I'm 25. What have I lost? What have I lost back home? What, what, where are they going to be when I get back? They're like, their life continues and I'm sitting here gone thinking about something different. So that's definitely, that has to be something everybody else experiences. Everybody that I met experienced the same thing, which is why you kind of get so close together and which yeah. is why you build experiences and bring out such great friends is because you kind of experience that darkness together. Anyways, common experience. And then you go out and socialize and drinking's a part of that too. So, right. And that's what took away. <coughs> kind of that sad feeling, that lonely feeling or, you know, things like that. But proceed. I don't know where we're Interesting. at. We got real deep in a tangent there. Yeah, uh, dude. Well, that's what it's all about. We were talking about Inslee, but now we just party. have life stories. So talking about me being a party party animal for a minute. Party boy. Yeah, but I was going to say too. Oh, when I first started drinking. Sorry. That's yeah, yeah. I'll tie it into drinking. There you go. But yeah, I was going to say too, like uh, another thing, like another way to kind of sum up Mesquite a little bit. Is uh, I used to work at the mall there, the Townies Mall is like, you know, a little is there no- ever notorious. There? No, no, okay. no way, no way. It's not nice enough. But yeah, <laughs> j- just kind of sum it up a little bit. Like, that's that North Mesquite area. You got to watch out at that mall. Yeah, we, we've. What are you doing? Talking to there's you. There's been a, there's been a few uh, there's been a few videos of from on World Star Hip Hop. <laughs> that from the townies small. I am honestly surprised that Black Friday. Now that shooting was fake. It turns out that um, I'm just gonna assume that if anyone's listening to this, they're kind of from our area, so they saw like the news coverage on it or whatever. But was it? It was like the week before. It was the week before Black Friday, so it was the week of Thanksgiving or something, and. Uh, I don't know, they shut down the mall or something because there was reports of a gunshot. Well, y'all saw this report, right? Well, they then they like figured out everything and as it turns out, it was just like some kids being like rambunctious, if you want to call it that, because they thought it was a gunshot. And they were like throwing trash cans. I don't I don't really understand. But um and then what, like a few years ago there was a shooting on Black Friday? Like someone I believe it. Oh, town, townies. townies yeah. yeah. Like, and in my head, I'm just like, I wonder if anyone will be there for Black Friday. Like, honestly, like, I wonder. Because even though that is... Because even though oh, that yeah. was always the mall that was convenient for us to go to, like, on Black Friday, oh, no, we're going to the nice parts of town and going shopping. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, it's we, not worth it. Like, we hit up... Like, we'll, we'll go to all the, the really nice stuff. Like, we don't go to townies at all. Yeah. This, this, I promise this ties into the parting. We'll get back on track. Yeah, but, but what I thought about was Towny Small. I used to work at Vans. And that's yeah. where, like, my. Did you really? Yeah, yeah I worked there for four years. I got so many discounts. I yeah. wonder if you I got, had a crush on you. Probably. I used to work at Justice. Oh, did just, you really? Just for I used from to work what, at wait, Justice just wait, for years. girls. I worked there from 11 to 14. Or 11 to 15. Oh, yeah, I didn't know you. Oh, okay. But every once in a while, I'd see a boy in the Vans store and I'd be like, I have a crush on him. Don't know who that is. Never what years, him. When did you work there? Probably like. Kristen had a crush on anybody that looked like they listened to Panic at This Game. <laughs> oh, dude. I had a thing for yeah. skater boys. It was so bad. It was a. It was oh, very you're missing bad. out. We were some skater boys. <laughs> boys. Growing up. Cody was a skater like, boy. Like the Avril Lavigne boy, B O I. Oh, yeah. Um, I worked there 2009, 2010. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, not that long, but I did. Like- Probably like just missed you because I started working there in 2011. You just missed me, yeah, because in 2011 I was definitely at school. So. Gotcha, but um, yeah, I just remember we get crime reports. 
there was like a security guard that got shot in the parking lot. What? Yeah, at one point, yeah. And then also like towards the end before I left there, just like more security and drug dogs there on Friday and Saturday nights. You know what I mean? You just see it more and more frequent. Beer bottles in the parking lot, diapers in the parking lot, weaves. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I used to like not be able to walk out unless I had somebody with me, even working back then. Because I used to stay and do floor sets or inventory, so I would be there until like 2 or 3 a.m. So like that that was different. But do you remember whenever they made the rule... I don't know if you remember when they made the rule for townies, but like if you were a kid and you were not 18, you could not walk around in groups of three or more. They made it a rule for kids not to be walking around in three or more because uh, people were causing too much trouble. And that happened whenever I was some gang stuff I, right there. That Dude, happened yeah. before I was like working there because my grandma used to be a dispatcher for Mesquite, so she knew a lot of like. Um, the cops that did the security for the mall and stuff because they just got paid boo-coos for picking up like shifts like that you know yeah so um i don't yeah i don't really know where i'm going with that but that i always thought i always thought that was yeah i always thought that was weird proceed sir (laughs) no yeah it is but it makes sense though yeah because what it was about that mall too is like it was the closest mall to like these other rougher na- neighborhoods, so yeah. that, that's what would draw like the OT, these. Uh, it's funny how y'all know that because I know nothing about that. Because to me, growing up in Seville, I was just like Mesquite is so nice. That's where all the rich <laughs> kids live. Like if you're rich, you live in Mesquite. Yeah. And you for sure go to Horn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what yeah, I thought. Yeah, that's why I was saying like Horn was how Texas looks like Dallas, you know. <laughs> but um. Yeah, yeah, I just remember, like, you know, you'd see some beer bottles, some baby diapers in the parking lot pretty consistently. Baby diapers everywhere. And then also, too, is like, I remember one time a guy came to the store, and underneath the blanket in, like, the, the, uh, his kid's, uh, stroller. Yeah. You know, the little cup holders on him? Yeah. He had, like, yeah. a Doseckis in there one time. Oh, yeah. I remember seeing that. Yeah, it was a Doseckis in a can. Oh, and he even had it covered up with a blanket. Tall boy. You see so stuff, dumb. stuff like that. You, you would see every once in a while too. That's Why is that so that's just kind of like to get you getting his drink and get you a fit. Yeah, rolls over to Jimmy Jazz. Gives you a little bit of. Yes. <laughs> that's where the world star hip hop videos yep. came from. That's where they come from, right yeah. there. Yeah, but dude, um, yeah, that kind of sums up townies there. Yeah, so just give a little background on like part of the area, part of where we grew up. That was a part of it. That was a big part. But yeah, that ties into the parting. Finally, I'm going to answer the question here. Oh, I've been, yeah. been dodging it. But oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, 30 minutes in. Really? Like probably around 19, dude. Probably when I was about 19. Mm-hmm. That's when it's... Uh, I'm 29. It's about, okay. 10, <laughs> so about 10 years ago. Uh-huh. It's about 10... Yeah. That's when it really ramped up for me. Just hanging out with our group of friends. We'd party in the garage. Just parties every single weekend. Oh, yeah, dude. It was that, so like, much fun. It's I had a great time. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, it was a lot of I good times. Stone sober, and I had so much fun with you. Yeah, guys. it was. It was a lot of. Yeah, that's where I, I remember you drinking too, Cody, because you come back in town from the Marines and we go get beer somewhere. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was like, like okay, Cody's drinking now. Yeah, yeah. I think I remember telling uh, Nick Griffin about it. He's like, whoa, what? You drink now? Yeah. It's like, because <laughs> they always yeah. try to get you. They always try to get you. To oh do yeah, it. that's all. That's all that those parties consisted of was beer pong, hanging out, having a good time. Rodney Lewis yelling at everybody and yes. Nick Nor- uh, not Nick Norman, but shout out Nick Norman. Nick Griffin trying to get us all a drink. Oh yeah. Griffin, have I ever met him? We talk about him all the time. Just he's a little devil. Don't on get my full shoulder. yourself, Nick. If you're listening to this, don't get a, <laughs> don't get full of yourself. You're not that special. Anyways, um, Nick Norman though, 
Uh, he's uh, he's subscribed to this podcast, so shout out to you, Nick, oh, Nick Nasty Level Nine. Nick Nasty Ogre's Level still Nine, slinging, uh, slinging some pong balls, still slinging in the DMV. Yeah, making that money out the uh, the big balls. MD baby, as someone call it, Baltimore. It's our natives. What? Sorry, that's how they pronounce Baltimore yeah. in Maryland. They call it Baltimore. Is it really? Yeah, they don't say Baltimore. Say it again. Baltimore. Oh, that's terrible. That's cringy. Don't make fun of my friends. Oh, <laughs> uh, sorry. Take no, it back. I don't believe that. That's not how they say it. That's how your friend says it. No, 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 no. That's how anybody from Maryland says it. That's like khakis. That's like how people from Colorado don't say Colorado. They call it Colorado. What? Yes. Settle down. Don't be sharp on the microphone. Colorado. Colorado. Colorado, Colorado. is how it's actually pronounced. Coloradians. Colorado. It's Colorado. Yeah, you're done. Yeah, shout out to Nick. Hope you're doing well, buddy. I hope <laughs> but yeah. people are still listening to this right now. I know, dude. I know. It, this really is I'm just, just like, this like, is going nowhere. Click, a, turn it <laughs> off. <laughs> dude, it's, it's, we're going to attract a specific crowd, though, with it. You know, Everybody's going to be like, let me just listen to some people BS in exper- the house. Yeah, it's experimentation, dude. Exactly. We can dump the whole thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's the that's beauty of it. We can uh-huh. toss it and start all over. But, uh, yeah. Dude, from... Yeah, like at least five years, dude. I was just like binge drinking hard every week, every weekend. Like no break, no break at all for at least like a good five year stretch there. Probably more from like age really? nineteen to about twenty fifteen. Yeah, probably like eighteen, nineteen. From till I was about twenty four. Right. I went on a good run there where I don't think <laughs> I was sober one weekend in my life. Holy smokes! Yeah, a, I was going intense. hard, and then also like there's some phases where it got dark, and I was drinking it. Probably like four days, five five days a week sometimes. Yeah. So yeah, that was the party boy thing. To answer your question, Kirsten, that's pretty much it. Like it, it kind of. Yeah, I don't know what else you wanted me expand on with that. No, you. Um, you no, know. I just wanted you to go from like. Oh, from so that to where I'm at now. Well, yeah, for so, sure. So yeah. So where I was going with that was the fact that you used to like drink super hardcore, and now you're like. Hardcore nutrition. Yeah, hardcore nutrition, and you're sitting here drinking a Turbo Chico, and you made us dinner. You basically made us dinner. Yeah. Um, which was delicious. And I ate it, which is saying a lot. Yes, um, I know. That was the goal. Yeah, I was she like, still has to doctor it up, but... Listen, she Valentina good. goes good on everything. I'll take it. I'll take it as a win. Yeah. I'll plant my flag on the hill. It's a victory. <laughs> You're taking all that slowly, slowly. That's gross. Slowly, but yeah, I'm tricky and eating greens eventually. I wanted to get into who you are. I I made collard greens. What greens do you want me to oh, make? Oh, greens. I had right. asparagus. Uh, I had asparagus in the fridge, and I wanted to make Brussels sprouts. I eat green things. I just I know. I was just trying to get you riled up. It worked. It worked. <laughs> yeah. I just don't like cilantro or casserole type things or no. You're good. With too many ingredients. I just like giving you the business, but you're good. Let's talk about. Um, your interest in yeah. nutrition. Why? Yeah, man. It started from... Okay, yeah. So just all that drinking, just it took the toll on me. And I was just, you know, I was sick of it. And then our friend, our friend Jason, who lives in Nashville now, he's pursuing music. Oh, he, Bobo. Uh, yeah. yeah, Bobo. I was like, Jason who? Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I know, I know, right? I've known him for so long. I was just like, he used to call him Jason. But yeah, he, he'd be a great guy to have on here. He would. You, try, you should try to Skype and figure it out. Yeah. I did. I did growing up because mm-hmm. I, we grew up on the same street together. 
I think I've literally always called him Bobo. Yeah. He grew I, up on that I go in and out. I don't think about it. I call him Bobo sometimes. I call him Jason. Yeah, Chancellor's film. When did they move to... Um, uh, about the same time that? we did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Because yeah. our moms were... Okay. Our families were close, gotcha. and we moved uh-huh. about the same time. Yeah. Because I remember him living in that same neighborhood. Because it was getting a little rougher. It was getting a little sketchier over Across there. the street from Kroger, right? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Across the street from was Kroger. Was that the, the... It doesn't matter. Anyways. Proceed. That's all good. But, um... Yeah, I remember he got me into running, and he was like, "That's awesome." He was trying to do like a little marathon, or he was doing something. I can't remember exactly what it was. Mm-hmm. Some sort of race he was trying to do. Um, because we would carpool together at Richland, the community college we went to, and the night before we would just get trashed. Oh my goodness! We get a bottle of Jack Daniels, we get some Coke, and just go to town. Get what? some beers. Yeah, Coca Cola. So we used to get. Oh my yeah, no, gosh! No. I'm like, what? this just went it's like, really serious. No, no, yeah, yeah. Oh my it's like, oh, he's secretly Scarface. I prefer that no. for you out there, Ruth. Yeah, Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Oh, my mom would freak out. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, like soda. Soda Coke. The soda. Yeah, we, we get that. We can just get tanked and go to school the next day. That's but, pretty um, impressive. Yeah. Not, not like every night. But then sometimes we get off from school and then hang out that night because we had the next day off. We'd like go out to a bar or something. But, but eventually, like, Bobo started. I don't even know how he got on it. But he was like, dude, come run. And so then I started getting into running, and I just remember he would ma- he would like push me not to quit, and that was kind of like the seed of it. And I was like, okay. And then I started. I can't remember exactly. Oh yeah, I listened to Rogan's podcast. Ooh, I listened to a comedian yeah, on there, uh, and this is about the same time. Like Bobo, yeah, like Bobo. Oh yeah. So Bobo got me into running. That was kind of like the beginning. That's kind of like a little nudge. And then I started listening to Rogan's podcast because there was a comedian I like on there. And then from that, I started listening to all these fighters, and I got—I was—I'm a huge sports fan, been a huge sports fan, so just got into fighting real easily. And I just thought they were like so much more awesome than regular athletes. And then from there, I listened to these nutritionists on this podcast, and I would find these nutritionists that worked with fighters. And that's what that book in there—that book, uh, the Dolce Diet book, yeah. Because there's this guy Mike Dolce. He worked with fighters with their weight cuts, and he was on Rogan's podcast. I listened to it. I was like, cool. So I That's got, I, and he talked about his books on there. Um, and so I got his books and I just took off with it. And I just got obsessed with the UFC. I taught myself how to, I didn't even teach myself how to cook until I was like 24, 25. I think it was about 24 or 25, and that's when I started cooking. I think, Inslee, make husband. I think Inslee actually got me into podcasting as a whole. Yeah, I think I, I, I think you, I showed you the Jocko podcast first. I think first. you introduced me yeah. to the Jocko podcast. I think I remember that. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I got obsessed. Like, I listened to it all the time. I was like, this dude is awesome. He is super obsessed. That's impressive. Literally all his Because I knew books. Cody would like it. And I almost... Yeah, go ahead. No, I just listened to this guy talk, and I knew he was a uh, former military. And I was like, I think Cody would probably like this. Yeah, I loved it. And then um, I think y'all also got me into Joe Rogan, too. I'm not 100% sure, but I think... Maybe it was you or, or Jason, because I remember y'all talked about it all the time. And whenever I mentioned something, like Jason would always talk about like the latest uh, Jocko podcast episode or something like that. And then I think he might have mentioned Rogan one time. And I was like, let me look into this real quick. And I think I got into it. And I was like, oh, I like this style of podcast. Like, I, I got like into Joe Daddy Rogan. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Daddy <laughs> like for sure, dude. I got into that Joe what Rogan is podcast. Their style, or do you just like what they talk about? Uh, Joe Rogan's got like a little bit of structure to his. I'd say um, 
Jocko's he's got more of like an educational slash men, yeah. like mental state type deal. Like Joe Rogan's like real casual, laid back, but he also talks to these super interesting people. He does. It'll, it'll, Jocko it, does the same thing, but he's like super intense about it, and he like reads these opening paragraphs of these bloody battles and stuff in these books, and you're just like, oh my gosh. Yeah. So like Jocko, this is good. Jocko's this is how they describe it. Like Jocko's like the bookworm, and he comes in prepared with this notes. Jacked bookworm. He, he knows bookworm. what he's gonna. That's what you wanted to be on this podcast. He, ca- he, ca- he comes in with points. Rogan, it depends who's on. If a comedian's on, he's just shooting the breeze, yeah, talking about just, whatever. Yeah, it's hilarious. But if it's, it's so if, but if it's like a nutritionist or something like that, he has like points he hits on he's and, a and dude. questions crazy. he wants to ask these people and he can hang he can hang with anybody really intellectually yeah I, I honestly yeah I'm pretty sure y'all got me into Joe Rogan because now that I think about it I never like I thought about I thought about Joe and I was like what is this dude even about you know like all I knew that was that he was a fight commentator like I didn't even know he was a comedian yeah then from his podcast I found out he was this huge comedian and I was like oh dude I didn't even know this and then I started to listen to more and I realized like he's just this dude who's a comedian, he's also smart, and you don't think about it until he brings on those nutritionists or scientists or something like that. You realize, like, this dude does his research and reads books, you know what I'm saying? He figures stuff out. And um, and I was like, oh, this is nuts. I didn't think, you know, I didn't know. And then he also has those episodes where, like you said, a comedian will come on, and they just BS the whole time. I was like, this is good. I like this. Because you get a little bit of both worlds in it. So that's what, and then from listening to Joe Rogan so much, I actually finally was like, let's start this dang podcast. I know it sounds so typical, and I try not to talk about his podcast. <laughs> I know, right? I know. But, but it's hard not to because really, I really believe there's an episode for everybody on there. Oh. There really like is. Like any person. I think you could, if you for sure. dig, really you can is, find, yeah. there's something for everyone. There's just, I mean, especially, if, honestly, so the way I think about a Joe Rogan podcast is he is like, do you watch Netflix? Like a lot. Like, do you binge things? Person's obsessed uh, with Netflix. I don't. Or any TV okay, I don't as I much. I try not to. I am obsessed with Netflix explains. Okay, Netflix yep. explains. Blah, yep. blah blah blah. They have this one where it's just like things in the world. They have the mind, the body. Um, Sex. I don't know why I just found that. Sex. <laughs> yeah. Because it's a bad word. No, I'm just kidding. Um, they like they have like. <laughs> Continue. Don't do this to me. Just carry on. You're good. Um, but like, but you have watched one of those, right? Yeah. So last time I came over, you talked about it. Oh yeah. Right. You talked on. about it, and then uh, our friend Cody, his wife, his wife Misty mm-hmm. showed it uh, to. We watched a couple episodes when we came back from Nashville the other day. Oh yeah. So we watched a few. We watched one on meditation. That was really interesting. And then we watched one on a. Today. We watched we watched two of them. One on meditation and then one on diseases. So talk about SARS. But it went in, in into microbiology. It's really interesting. Nice. Have you seen that one? Um, it's like about them catching diseases and what's the next. I just watched the one on meditation today. So oh, the you did. Disease one is it's really cool, like right? Yeah. It's powerful. That's but, something I want to get more consistent. When you're talking about goals in your last podcast, meditate. That's when my goals meditate every day. That looks so nice. I just don't know if I can stay Thanks, still that long. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I love the idea of doing yoga too, and then like I put on a thing and I sit down and I'm like, let's do some stretches, and I'm like, man, this That's, is boring. Let me get started on some yoga conversation right now. Oh no, that trash is so beneficial. Yoga with Adrian, Austin, Texas. Oh, so good, Adrian. Shout out to you. 
You get me stretched like out. Like Adrian, like Burlabas girl. No, 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 no. Have you? Have you? Is Cody showed you the videos? She's seen me would. do them before, so she oh, knows. Okay. So she she probably doesn't know about the person though. But like, this. is that the person that my dad said? Like he was I like. I don't know if you oh, yeah, Inslee, yeah. Inslee showed me. My dad's a yogi. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Cody, or Cody, tell me that. Yeah. Like when I guess when y'all first started, like you know, dating. Uh, no, well that one was recent. My dad's like into everything. Yeah, yogi, firefighter, paramedic. Super freaking cool, but Enzi was the one that Enzi um, was the one that was like, "Hey, check this out," because Inslee, I, I think you I, the reason he is the man that he is. I think I was looking. Just into, take that. Just take that and roll with it. Okay? I think I was looking I into it. We owe you our firstborn, but I, I love him so much that so you can have. You him. can have him. That's fine. <laughs> um, I feel like I just got a gold star in elementary school. <laughs> yeah, me and Enzi were talking about stretching one day, and I think he brought up yoga, and then he talked about yoga with adrian free on youtube i was like let me check this out and this chick is bad in the bone like yoga exercise for anything you could think of and like at beginner level and then all the way up i'm will never get above beginner level sometimes i dabble in the 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 harder ones but it's like nah like this stuff is legit like 45 minutes 45 minutes of yoga is out of control. Like, people think it's yoga is uh, whatever you're stretching. But if you do, like, if you legit try hard to do, that'll actually help you meditate, too. Like, uh, it, it kind of ties in. Does but, it help when you're also watching a nine-month-old crawl everywhere? And You don't do that until he's asleep. Like, you don't bring him around because it would you wouldn't be able to do it. It's hard see, enough doing it with Lady because Lady gets all up in your business. See, she wants to know what's head, happening, I'm too. I'm like, okay. The dog. Lady's fine. a dog. Whenever Weston <laughs> wakes up at his time at 6.30 a.m., I will just dr- begrudgingly drag my butt out of bed and put on a YouTube video, and I'll do some yoga, and I'll feel amazing. Yeah. I would recommend starting with, like, the 15, look for, like, the 15 to 20-minute videos and just try what she's doing. Some of them are so good because, like, the last 10 minutes, you'll just be laying on the floor, laying there, not doing anything. Yeah. And it's like, dang, this is awesome. But anyways, you learn. There's so It's it's hard. It really is. It's hard to figure out and learn at first. But once you start to kind of understand what she's saying and what you're doing, you'll you'll figure it out. Yeah. That's she, yoga, though. Yeah, that's how I got into it, too, was... um. You know, I was talking about like getting into the UFC and stuff like that. And I was like, it just made me want to take. Wait, did you take... actually want to get into it? Get into fighting and stuff. Oh no, I want to pick up a martial art. I'd like to do jujitsu eventually. That's something I want to do. You started just, it already. Yeah, I did it. I did it for like a month. I just couldn't afford it. It is expensive. Yeah, it's, it's, really, it's really expensive. Yeah, it, it is, is expensive. Yeah, yeah. So, and Bobo, Bobo did it for a while. He got two strikes. It's so good. On his it's white belt. So he was he was starting to get good at it. But he had this issue with his eyes, so he had to stop. But jujitsu is so much. Is better. it like per class or per belt? No, no, it's it's usually about like one fifty per month, give or take. Oh, yeah. it's like CrossFit. It, it was just too yeah. expensive. So yeah, way it better. was. Yeah. Give us way your better soul and you. we'll wreck your knees. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Yeah. To the CrossFitters out there, keep up, keep doing your hard work. Actually, I mean, I, I joints, listen. Please. You can if you do Take CrossFit right, glucose, it can be amazing. amazing. But I, however, I do think that. I did it completely wrong. Everybody's different. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's Everybody is different. completely different. But when, you when it comes to diet and exercise both. When you go that hard. But like, okay, so for me, whenever you start from nothing, from being your fittest in high school, from like dance and whatever, and then having off days and then like going on and or like waking up, just like, I'm going to start CrossFit. You, you don't realize what that like I did not realize the toll that would have on my body 
But then so, you turn around and you look at like CrossFit gamers, and they're just and they're ripped amazing. and jacked, you know like it's out of but control. But I think it's because they knew their bodies. They knew how right. to protect their bodies. Well, if I, I was older, like now, now if you stuck me in CrossFit, I would a hundred percent be okay. Kind of know not, your limits. I would know my limits. I would yeah. not try to push those limits because I know what would make me hurt. Right. And I would know what a bad pain is versus. No, I'm sore. I just need to muscle slowly soreness push versus this like joint aches. Like versus pushing a five pounder, a five pounder, a five pounder to get through twenty reps. No, I just need to stay at this weight and do those reps. When like, I was when I was doing CrossFit with Justin, they probably thought I was just some wimp that came in there because I scaled everything. And they're just like, "Hey, Cody, you think you can take it up to like you know doing your weight class and everything like that?" I'm like, "No, who throws a barbell of 155 pounds over their head and like does a squat with it? Like, no, please, I'm good." And good for all you guys out there doing it for sure, for sure, absolutely. I respect anybody in their fitness, and I think, oh my gosh, I think there's you're getting after it. You're getting after it for sure. Yeah, I think there's some incredible things. I think there's some incredible people that come out across it. I just think that. The education behind it wasn't enough when I started. You gotta start real slow if you get into CrossFit. You gotta start slow. But I mean, jujitsu is really cool. Listen, sorry. Yeah, I, I thought. I get. I, know, I can totally see Cody being a teacher doing it. I can see and Cody jiu-jitsu? falling in love. I could see, there's a lot of like former military and cops that do jujitsu. When we, did I can see Cody that. like falling in love with it. That's I really a, could. I believe. And, and, and it's like a thinking. It's like a thinking game. Oh yeah, it's, too. A game. it's almost like, like it's almost like playing chess. You'll learn a technique, except with then, people's like lives. <laughs> it's like playing chess only with your life. They really they teach people really well because you'll learn like a technique, and then you'll start talking about like ethos and stuff. Like it doesn't one thing doesn't come without without the other. Like you yeah. don't just learn how to do an arm bar, and it's like hey, great job, you learn how to do an arm bar. That's great, but you start talking about things like responsibility and leadership, mm, yes. and power, and things that that nature. You talk about different forms of ethos like a warrior ethos uh you learn the mindset of a warrior and stuff like that and you talk about things you don't just sit there and beat the crap out of each other all day you roll you learn rolling is like a type of sparring for jujitsu but you you roll and you learn how to fight and they also teach you how to be a good person it's not just one thing and that comes from a good teacher too it's not just not not everywhere you go is going to be like that but if you get to a gym with a good teacher they're going to teach you just good ethics and values yeah. and morals and things like that. You'll learn that from a gym too. It's not just all physical. Yeah, just like you're saying with the military man. Yeah, especially it, it, if you have a teacher you, that has military experience, they're gonna kind of yeah. dive in that direction. It, it gives you so much more. Yeah. It gives you so. I know. I was gonna say, hang up and hang out. I'm sorry. That was so funny. Can you remove her iPad too? I need to show yeah. you all her doodling distraction. No, 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 no. Stop my doodling. We're continuing here. Hold on, I need to tell you all about this we'll meme about I just saw. We'll talk about it later. It was a meme. Yeah. It was a meme. It's just a random. What was it? It was a random. Let's get it out of the way. It was a random tweet. It was literally a plate of ham, and it looked like it was shot in like the '90s. And the caption was, I often think about this moment during my parents' wedding where the cameraman just zoomed in on a plate of ham. <laughs> so funny. Anyways, now that that's over with, we'll have to laugh in the corner. <laughs> no, that was funny. Listen to me. So the talk, the, the There's only podcast, one person laughing. That's all I got to say. The podcast was recorded in hopes that we would speak about nutrition. Like that was the thing because Inslee, he's got he's he's developing developing his background in nutrition. So I just want y'all to know that that's kind of where we're trying to lead this uh, to. And you? listen, all feedback is good feedback. So give us whatever you can. Like we're not done yet. We're gonna continue talking for as long as we need to. 
But What's if you've listened, if you listen to, if you've listened this long, give us your feedback and tell us what you think about us bantering for so long and, and bullcrap and all, all this nonsense. Because Kristen's unplugged and out of control, and we need to make sure we figure this out and give the people what they want. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, anyways, Inslee, please continue on your, you know. Like people are like, wait, when's Inslee gonna talk again? Like someone out there is saying, like, I want to hear about this dude. You know, the first guest. On the and meanwhile, he's like, people want to hear about this. That was your line to open up and speak, and he was like, but people want to like, he's the one that's. Kristen's no. over here on her phone looking at memes. I know it was, I was, it was distracting. Was, I know your doodling was distracting the crap out of me. My Yes. Yeah, me too. Why? I kept staring at it because I'm into art and I just yeah, draws I my eye to it. And it's a screen. It's a screen too. I was about to take it from you and start drawing. Yeah, because Inslee loves it. Do you want to? No, yeah. no, 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 no. Actually, yeah, yeah. Can I take it? Yeah. I just Wait, are you just taking it? I just need it away. I just need you to hang up and hang out. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you. Hang up and hang up. I'm kidding. My, my sister used to tell me that all the time, but there, uh, there's truth to that. Awesome. Like our friend Bobo, too. So what he would do is, like, that. dude, phone's out. Stick phone's in the middle of the table, the table. And you let it go. First one to touch and pay the bill. Yeah, yeah, there you go. All right. It's a good rule of thumb. But yeah. Should, should we just stop and re record them? Are you crazy? No, no, no. This is great content. No. From the top. No, no, no. No, no. no you're we'll easily like fly. You shoot from the hip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. There will be several episodes of Inslee. Inslee, how much longer do you have left in school? So same as Cody. We've got three semesters, three semesters left. Three semesters left, yeah. Okay, so... But then after that, I do an internship. Yeah. So, so I go to Abilene Christian University. I'm studying nutrition. Yeah, three more semesters. And then during next year, my senior year, I'll apply for an internship. And then once I get that, I'll do that for about six months to a year, just depending on how long it is. And then I'll take a state board exam, and then I'll become a registered dietitian. Mm-hmm. And I, the world's mine. Dang I can do whatever me. I want. <laughs> yes. I hope so, you're about to give a lot of um, free advice to me. Uh, for all my we will sponsor you. Yeah, I, mess- I messaged that one day. I was like, if you ever need anything, let me know. No, honestly, we will sponsor you, you for no next to <laughs> Like I said, but I told you all before. What's the, what's the end game? <laughs> for airtime. Like, what, how many different, how many different, I'm sure you know this by now, like, how many different career paths, like, are you, are you, because... Like when Weston was born, oh, good luck we with had this to question. see. <laughs> no, like when Weston was born, we had to see a nutritionist. I know there's like sports nutritionists and stuff like that. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there's sports. You can go pediatrics. Yeah. Can, or like clinical, where you're just working at a hospital next to like nurses and inpatients, outpatient. Um. Well, once I finish everything I just explained, I can. <laughs> <laughs> Cody Blake. Yeah. <laughs> Cutting gassers in there on mic. <laughs> I wonder if that picked up. It was really loud. It's okay. We can scrap the whole thing. But, yeah, so after everything I just explained, when I become, like, board certified, I can just open up my own practice, too. I could be hanging out in my house and, like, create a following on social media and have people come over and I can help them out. Or I can go travel to people. I can go travel to people and... Help them out too. I hate you right now. <laughs> we got some, we, yeah, it wouldn't be right if we didn't have some toilet humor in the background. Some, to- some toilet action. I know. Heck yeah. Just, Close the door. Here's the thing though. You heard Close all that. The door. You heard all that, but I guarantee you this it, microphone. It probably didn't pick up on mic. Yeah, but. yeah. And y'all just acted a fool in here. You should have just played it like it did, but it doesn't matter. It's good content. No, like yeah, I'm 100%. It absolutely like it probably so didn't get picked well. up on mic. I'm totally cool with it. It probably didn't. Don't but, let me uh, continue. Also, but, yeah. the restroom's right over there. If you need to go, bro, <laughs> go ahead. I'm so mad. Why? <laughs> it doesn't. It really doesn't matter. 
Okay. People are going to be like, this was my favorite people that, part of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And people who listen to this have all used that. Usually the only person that's going to listen to it. They, Calm down. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. the only person We got listeners, listen maybe. And, and anyone who's listening, they've used the bathroom before, so it's okay. Yeah, yeah you're it. all psychos out there. But um, Come at me. Yeah, so I could, I could, like I was telling you, I could open up my own practice if I wanted to. But what do you Or I can go work. I can, see, that's what I'm still trying to figure out. Like I said, I would love to go. I do want to pursue art still. But I want to go. I'd love to go work for the UFC. I think. I think it'd be awesome. Ooh, yeah, be That's so how I got into it. I'm just. I'm super passionate for, for martial arts. So that'd be cool. Sure. So something. Something along that way. I'm, I want to get into like sports. Probably. Yeah, or like training. I like the training aspect of it. So I think cool. I have a friend who's a trainer now at a gym here in Dallas. So I was thinking about talking to him, trying to like shadow him one day. See, see all, what all he does in one day. I think one of the cool things that I've uh, I've thought about when it comes to career paths in that that field, like nutrition and training and stuff like that, is is you are your advertisement. You are your billboard. You are your image. You know, and it's not necessarily like you are your brand, right? But it's like in a way it is, though. Yeah, in a way it is for sure. But it's how people look at you. They're gonna judge you based on your business, right? Yes. So if you're this overweight dude trying to teach people about their diet, they're not going to listen to you because you're this over- overweight dude trying to teach people about it. Yeah. And it's like, and if somebody lines up a bunch of people for training and they look at them and like this, like what body type do I want? They're going to go for the body type they see, you know, because that's the, you were like a walking billboard, you know what I'm saying? Which I always thought was so cool. And you, and it made, it made me when I was like training you guys and stuff back in the day, it made me work harder because it was like, I can't just be this dude that looks like a you know a bum. Out three days, three times. Three times, a day. yeah. But three but I only did that like three days a week, or no no it was like it was like four or five days a week. I took some time off, but it was just so cool to me to to think about that. It's like I can't not look this way if I want people to look at me and be like that dude can train me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So absolutely. it it drove me to work harder, and I think that's important especially when it comes to this field, like they're going to look at you and be like, this guy looks good. He's probably going to know a lot about cooking or maybe, I don't know if that's something that people think about, but it's something I think about, especially when you get older too, because that's something I think about about getting older. Like when I get older, I don't want to let go at a specific point. You know what I'm saying? I want to keep going. I want to make sure my body continues to do well for so long because firstly, I have kids now and yeah. it's like I don't want to not be able to spend time with my children, and I do not want to be not want to be able to be active with my children. You know what I'm saying? Like anyway, I want to be able to move forever until they bury me. You know, and set the example for them. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's another huge point there. Well, but, if anyone looks at Inslee's Instagram, they'll see lots of nutritious meals. That's yeah, yeah. That's that's for sure too. Inslee posted a bunch of uh, he probably posted that picture of that food tonight. Did you? I haven't uh, I haven't done that in a while. But to to your point, Cody, that's mm-hmm. why I was really I would post a lot. I know some people get annoyed at people posting food, but I said nutrition. Awesome. I was like, I gotta show that I'm like in my stories. I tried to post something like every day to show that I was I consistent. I saw your you know weird I mean? meals. Yeah. People think it's They're annoying, interesting. but there's also people that don't think it's annoying. Oh no, and no, that's dude. The people that you more people to. love it than right, anything. Exactly. Yeah, that's why it's huge. That's why you see it all the time. That's, that's the thing about everything on the internet that I yeah. think about. It's it's like there's a niche in some yeah, for everyone. Yeah. Everybody's gonna be pissy towards something. Oh, for sure. And it's just like whatever because there's gonna be so many people that also aren't that way. So that's the way I think about it. And when we kind of started this podcast, Kristen deleted one of her podcasts and I'll forever be heard about it. But when you listen to your voice the first time, it's like, oh, cringy, weird, whatever, you know. 
but it's like, no, just put it out there. Voice, just put it out there. I like hearing my voice in my own ears, but I did, when I played it back for the first time, I was the same way. I was like, oh, that sounds kind of strange. I didn't yeah. know it sounded like that. Ooh, how's that sound in your ear? Ooh. <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to keep that with me. Yeah, whenever. when you were able to say that last time, I was cracking up at that part. It was like, ooh. But yeah. also, in this is this is literally our seventh episode, and there's two people I've already spoken to that are starting, well, one Kristen spoke to, and then another I spoke to, that are starting podcasts just because we started a podcast. You know yeah, dude. Yeah. And it's, it's so easy. It's not hard. The equipment's kind of expensive, but... It's not. Do you not can, talk about this equipment I didn't, again. I stopped. Settle down. But you can do it on your <laughs> headphones. You know what I'm saying? You can do it on your headphones and record it on your How phone. How did we get on this? We were talking about Inslee. No, because it ties into health and everything. He was saying about how Listen, he wants to. I finally got off. You got you off your high horse yeah. 50 minutes in. So I'm going to talk a little bit. You know what? Bit. I'm going to eat this cookie. Eat your cookie, but don't do it on, near the microphone. <laughs> but anyways, like we were saying. Um, You're not going to eat it. <laughs> I don't, it's just cool. It's cool. Like, like we're just talking about people and looking at things and his pictures and images and stuff like that and how people don't like it but or there are people that don't like it and people that do like it and that's literally the internet like the internet you have this huge platform this huge stage to to present your product to the audience yeah there's so many trolls out there but it makes it fun too like that's just that's just it people are gonna say you suck sometimes to me and Kristen is a troll Let's oh yeah, but I love room. it. I love negative feedback. It fuels me harder. Like Cody is 100%. being in the service injury, I like it when people I'm get not, mad because I'm, I'm like, how can I make this person even more mad? You know what I'm saying? But I don't do that. But I can do that <laughs> yeah. because I'm also just a piece of trash. Yeah, hundred percent. So, no, doesn't it, do that because he's too good of a guy. He's like, yeah, Cody. Cody sneakily is a like he wants to uh, be a button pusher. <laughs> what are you? The, you're not. I yet. literally have a like though. He's no, like, no, Cody I'm literally like, is. No, I'm too good a person. Well, I literally, I don't say that at all because that's no, he has super conceited. He has that military self control. But and this, but what it is is, Meanwhile, you're right. I'm over here I, crying I don't, because somebody ordered coffee and I don't have time to make the coffee. I don't want to be mean to people, but I just know that I can if I have to. Like I know yeah. that that if if I need to grind this person's gears a little bit, I have the ability <laughs> to make them so angry. And so <laughs> that's that just, not true. He literally will be mean to people. And like people will like start getting irritated and they'll ask him a question. He's like he shrugs his shoulders and walks away. And I'm like, if I did that, they would call for a manager. They would be like, she's the worst ever. Meanwhile, I'm, I'm like, how you... did that turn out for you? And he's like, they were respectful the rest of the time and they took yeah. me fat. And I was like, yeah. what? If you're acting <laughs> like, Cody, yeah. if you're acting like a piece of trash, I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure you understand. It's not like I'm gonna fight back with you. I'm going to make you realize that you're yelling at a service person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're yelling at somebody that brings you your food. Like, how awful of a person does that make you look like? Know, people and what that. type of example are you setting for the people around you and for the others around you? You know what I'm saying? It's so embarrassing, Like, dude. you're coming really in here is. and you're hungry and you're angry and you want to eat. I get it. But if you're yelling at me like I'm back there flipping your burger, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I'm going to make you feel like a piece of, like an idiot. I'm no, gonna make that's you feel probably like what it is. Idiot. You probably make them feel embarrassed. Like, yeah. I want you to be embarrassed. Yeah. And if, yeah, I had some... It doesn't matter. We don't need to get on that tangent any, at all. No, it's cool. No, I want to hear this. We can. I was just going to... I had some lady one time yell at me when I read back their order because she ordered a Coke and I repeated back a Diet Coke and she wasn't the most fit person in the People world. So, <laughs> so she got mad that I said Diet Coke and she said, no, I said Coke. Why would I say Diet Coke? Why do you think I said Diet Coke? That's what she said to me, straight up like that. And I was like, I sat there for a second. <laughs> I'm very calculated. 
and it, it made me a little mad too that she came back at me like that. Like mm-hmm. that was just, just tell me what you wanted. Don't be disrespectful. Mm-hmm. And I and I came back at her with some some smart Alec witty comment. I was like, "Well, Diet Coke's a very popular drink in America, so a lot of people order it." And I didn't know that you wanted the other, you know. And I got a little tiff with her, but now she's one of my regulars, and she comes back and she only accepts service from me. You know what I'm saying? Don't say that. What if she's listening? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's how that's how the legend started. Yeah, with the specific individual. I took comes care of the Vegeta lady before he took care of the Vegeta lady. And she hated Kristen, along with every other server in that Chili's. I'm not just saying she hated she Kristen. Hated me I always took she care hates of her. everybody in there. And she it's loves because me now. they she don't do what she wanted. And oh, she loves us to death now. She loves that's us to cool. death, and she's purchased us so much stuff for her kid. And it's crazy how really? those relationships... Yeah, 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 dude. It's crazy how those relationships form. But anyways... Regulars are some of the best people on Earth. Right. And it's great whenever you have regulars there. It whenever, makes the job. Whenever an evil person sits down and, you know, they just hate everything about life and your regular is there, it's great because, like, someone is going to start a fight. <laughs> right. But anyways... That's what makes jobs worth it. Exactly. The, the people you work with and then those those good customers that come in. Yeah. It makes it worthwhile. Completely brings that positivity feels good but yeah um so yeah going back to what i'm what i want to do yeah. i'm still not 100 percent sure i'm really i really want to train boxing like i want to do it myself to see if i like it because wow. i want to yeah. like to be interested in it. i would love i would love to have like a group of like 10 clients that i'm tight with I and just one. be and be my own boss yeah like yes. i know cody you pretty much the same thing i think it's probably why we're like something we have in common for like sure. from growing up, we want we want to be sure. our own boss, and we have trouble with authority. Yeah. Hence, hence the rage against the machine. If yeah. And W A baby. Yeah. If you ever do that, I will absolutely 100 percent be your client. I would love to take up boxing, but it's it's too expensive. Just and yeah, find, same. It was like jujitsu. Yeah. yeah. I got a taste of it, find, but yeah. It's kind of hard to find reputable people. Yeah, that it's just tricky. Like kids that are just like running around. It's hard because even if you do research, you just gotta go in and try them. It's yeah. just like with any trainer, a therapist, anything. Yeah. You just gotta go do it and then see how they work out for you. It's trial and error. You got your first client right here. Just don't charge my hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> Unless I'm rich. I won't. I would do it for free just for the experience. <laughs> Honestly, I would. Because like, just there, all there's a guy. <laughs> yeah, I think that's something about going back to listening to other podcasts and stuff. Like, I get fired up by inspirational people, and that's what like kept me. And then also our friend Bobo, and then like and then Cody too. Like, yeah, like Cody and Bobo. I feel like and, if y'all were all together and listened to a Joe Rogan Jocko uh, podcast together, y'all would all be like. We're gonna go get fit. We're gonna eat our greens. We're gonna drink nasty uh, on it protein shakes that make our brain smart. With disrespect. It'd be a very, very obnoxious. We're going to push our bodies. Yeah. We're going to be warriors. Everything that people hate. <laughs> yeah. We're also going to read six books. Oh, yeah. And start all our own. Like, y'all would just, y'all would, y'all would destroy the world if y'all were all together and experience this enlightenment together. Oh, yeah. you get real hyped up. Y'all, hey, would all, maybe, y'all would be those guys that are in a circle going, uh, 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 uh. like cavemen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're knuckle draggers deep down. Yeah. I feel that way. Yeah, the stuff I'm into, I'm totally a knuckle dragger. I'm I not that see, smart. Yeah, yeah, I could see, I could see us all getting into some form of, form of business someday. I, I definitely could. Yeah, no. like uh, me, you, Bobo, and Brett. Probably, I could see that happening. Oh yeah, what, but like, y'all, like them three, I was gonna say too. Like Bobo, Brett, I've been very lucky, very blessed. Like Bobo, Brett, Cody. Of all our friends, like... Y'all are all really great. I definitely... Yeah, I mean, all our group of friends are, are awesome. They are incredible people. But, yeah. They really are. Um, 
You're yeah, I mean, I look, I look up to everybody. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I'm just meant, I don't want to single out just those three, but no. But I know exactly what you're talking about. It's but just, in, you know, like, it's I, I guess, like, of all our friends, like the influence on where I'm at now, yeah. those yeah. three had like played a role in it for sure. You Y'all, know? we never got a Jake Gutierrez yeah. <laughs> card this year. Oh, <laughs> we didn't get one in front of the tree this year. You're a real piece of work, sir, <laughs> for not sending us a Christmas letter this year. Oh I'm very disappointed. I'm We're so just calling on our friend Jake him, right now. Yeah, yeah. You, he card, needs to be called we? out. He needs to understand. No, the world needs to know. Okay, yeah, yeah, so yeah. Jacob Gutierrez got a, got a Christmas card. So I sent one to Jake him. Jake Gutierrez. And I'm pretty sure I wrote some something on it in the front of the card, ruined it, defaced it, about... I was very upset about, about Did you see I know. how he wrote? How are you supposed to write on the back? He was supposed to write on the back. Why did you write on the front? You know what my mom didn't notice? She's like, oh, it's supposed to be on the back? My mom just didn't know. I know. I saw it at his parents' house, and I was like, please tell me he just did this. So finally I asked him, and he was like, yeah, I did it on like the people I wrote notes to, and I was like, I'm going to kill you. That's why the back is blank. It makes sense. I want to go back to something real quick, and... To follow up and answer your Please question, do. you're talking about like me going on this. You know, I feel like I'm still on the journey. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we're all still on a journey. Yeah, exactly. We're always. We're not there. It, it, Nobody's yeah, there. It's never ending. Yeah, but um, it's that's true. But like you were talking last time about learning, it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like a continuous thing. But um, yeah, something to answer a question you asked me was okay. From like the drinking to starting to clean up my life, right? He's doodling. Was like I. I was sick of feeling like a loser. I just remember having that feeling and that really? thought of like, I'm just, I just can't take it. Like, I'm tired of feeling like a loser. I'm tired of feeling like crap. Yeah. That was like a big, that's, I don't know why. That's just like something that came to mind whenever you asked me that. That's the first thing that came to mind. I just remember sitting there or like I'd be hungover or something. You know, that's what would cross my mind. Yeah. But, it, um, yeah. Continue. Man, continue. that's impressive to make that kind of change. Yeah. It was, it was, it was hard. For sure. Because you have to look in the mirror and you have to, you know, step one and admit deep. to the problem. That's a dig deep. Yeah, uh-huh. it was for sure. Because I was just like in like the party board drinking phase. Like, I had my fun, I had my moments, but also like I couldn't control it. I couldn't just be like sometimes, occasionally. I'm like, okay, I have three, I'm done. But most of the time, not. No, I couldn't give that third one. It's yeah. like, oh, why? Would it was I like Jekyll and Hyde too. It was yeah. like Jekyll and Hyde. I had like you. Yeah, I was very Jekyll and Hyde. I'd, be, I'd get angry. I'd get nasty. I'd come home, yell at my dad and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. No yeah, way. And it would get rough, and I'd be just crappy towards my family. And I definitely stress my mom out from drinking and Your driving. I used mom. to drink and drive all the yeah. time, and my mom would. Oh, my heart! You know, don't. Oh, yeah. It hurts my heart. It's bad. It, I got. I got really lucky. He's pouring his heart out over here. I got really lucky. No, I was just trying to be open and honest. You but should. No, that's no, what no, I thought should, about. Because sure. like that's where I was. Like you know, like in my mind too. It was just bad. Yeah. You know, a lot of like yeah. blackout times are like really. I got. I got some embarrassing stories I could rattle off here. Don't we? That, all? Are, that are pretty good. Don't we? All? <laughs> Yeah, one time I so I can't picture this. You're just such a. Well, I'm about to I'm about to break down some stories for you, and you're like, down. whoa. Like when I yeah. think of stand up guys, I'm like I'm like, you know, like I don't know everyone in the friend group as like as well, but I'm like, yeah. Inslee's probably like I like in my head I'm like, Inslee's the sweetest one out of everyone. Because I got a baby face and I got bedroom eyes. <laughs> <laughs> That's, oh my God. that's why. That's why they're like, oh, he's like a sweet little church you're kid. Like, that's what everyone always thinks about me. Because that's. You might, yeah, it's because my face. It gets me out of trouble and it gets me into trouble. And then you're so, <laughs> you're so, you're so respectful. But I know you said earlier that you're respectful because like, 
Cody doesn't cuss and stuff like that. So, like, you don't want to do that. Yeah, and I don't even, it's almost like I don't even try to I've do it. I just kind of do it. I kind of just don't. I kind of just, my filter goes into Cody's filter. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. you know, like we were talking about earlier, like, uh, or maybe I mentioned this to someone else. We were talking about before the podcast about yeah. how vernacular. Oh, yeah, or my accent. When I'm around, yeah. like, my family or my mom. My like my Texas accent, my accent will come out hard. Yeah, you know it'll come out real hard. Cody yeah. says that about me. Same, oh yeah, yeah. I know on the podcast. I really heard y'all's accents. I like it though. Yeah, yeah it drags out sometimes, and especially when we start talking. If we get into like a heated conversation with the other, each other, it'll come out both of us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, really? oh yeah, I'll be like sitting there. I'll be sitting there stewing on something, and Cody will be like, "Well, see the accent coming out in India," and I'm just like. Oh yeah. Right now. I like really? That's where you want to go with this no, right yeah. now? We're solving the first problem. Sometimes, yeah. I'll look at my yeah, yeah. Sometimes, <laughs> like I'll I'll look at even some music I listen to. And I'm like that. That's the that's the water. That's the mesquite water trash in me. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. That, that's that's my that's my you know my countryside of my fam my my hillbilly it's amazing white trash out of my family. It's coming out in me. Like it's, yeah. it's a part of me. It's still part of, my, of who I am a little bit. It's amazing some of the Not stuff that way, can but. come out of our mouths, but like yes. doesn't because yes. we're around people and we want to be smart. <laughs> yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah. It's amazing some of the stuff that can 100% kind of fly out of our, out our mouths and it's just like, <laughs> what are you and where are you from? <laughs> yes, yes. I know. I try to be conscious of that. I try yeah. to be conscious of that because, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, go back to the drinking. Yeah, okay. So I was going to rattle off a few stories here. Just okay. to just like catch you up a little bit. So there's one time uh, we're at a friend's baby mama's apartment, a house. Nice. Like it was like the it was story like, is already good. Yeah, it was like a con. <laughs> it was kind of like a condo. Okay. And it was like it was, was a rough. Like it was a sort of a no. It was in Dallas. It was like in this rough part of Dallas. So it was like a group of us hanging out, and this is where our friend's baby mama was staying at the time. And I was just gonna crash on the couch. You know, I didn't have a ride. I drank way too much. So I crash on the couch. I'm I wake, I wake up, and I'm like, I feel itching. And I was covered in, like, I had fleas all over me. What? Because they had a cat that had fleas. Ooh. So I had fleas on me. That right? bad? And I, yes, like, it was itching me like nuts. It was, it was, it freaked me out at first. Yeah. Uh, and then I, I noticed it was too. fleas because like they mentioned that they had that. cats there that hadn't, you know, they oh, didn't, didn't really cats. take care of. Yeah. <laughs> that's probably, that's probably part yeah. of it. Yeah. That's probably, it's, you know, that's a good point. It's probably part of it. No one should like cats. Anymore. But yeah, um, so yeah, I, I'm getting bit by these fleas, and I'm Are just. Are you still drunk? Oh yeah, like I was sober. hammered. No, I was hammered. I was like, I was pretty good. I was like blackout level. Like I was still coherent enough to remember the story, but I called my parents like early in the morning. It's probably like two to four somewhere around that time, yeah. and I was like. Yeah, pick me up. I slept on this couch. I'm getting eaten alive by fleas. I, yeah, I had to tell them I had fleas. I got eaten alive by fleas. What so a my, weird phone call. Both my parents, I know, dude. I put my parents to the ringer, especially my mom. But drives all the way to this crappy part of Dallas, comes pick, comes to pick me That's up. Because so I didn't hitch a ride with anyone else. And my friend went upstairs with the baby mama. So I'm by myself in this little, little, uh, just depressing living room on this <laughs> depressing dude, is there a kid, couch. Is there a kid in this apartment covered in fleas? No, no, they, uh, there wasn't, uh, my timeline's thrown off. Okay, all the okay. years of drinking. That's okay. It really has thrown my timeline off. I'm just real but curious about this. I can't remember if there was, this was pre-kid. I think it was probably pre-kid for my friend. Okay. But anyway, or for our friend. But they come all the way out there to pick me up. It's both of them. It's freezing cold outside. 
it was like during the winter time. It was really cold, and I I had taken my parents were together in the same car. They come to pick me up, and I had had to take all my clothes off because I wanted because. I didn't want these fleas on me, right? So I stripped That's down, crazy. put all my. I got. I just found some bag. I basically just held my. I either got a bag or just held all my clothes. Went outside. I was freezing. It was like freezing cold. So I run down these stairs out to the street. My parents come to get me, and what had happened was, I can't remember how, but I think I, I left my wallet on top of the car because I was still drunk, and so I was putting the stuff in the car. And I left my wallet on top of my parents' mm-hmm. car. They came to pick me up in. And so whenever they drove off, I lost my wallet. And then I woke up the next day, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's what happened. I left my wallet on top of the car. Oh. Nice. Yeah, I know. Did you call that's your sucks. friends? And so I had to go get a brand new, gone. huh? No, gone. yeah, it, it was it was Crack gone. Dallas, that so I had to, When that thing falls on the ground, people are popping out of the trees. So yeah, like, and, then, money. I, and then another time we went out to Arlington. It was, it was uh, uh, me and a friend went out to Arlington. I drank. I drink like this bottle of uh, it was I think it was like champagne or wine. I drink like a whole bottle oh, by myself. Oh my gosh! And I was like so gone. Some house party with a bunch of people we knew from high school. We're driving back. I'm just like trash, feeling woozy, like really You're driving. I, like oh no no I wasn't driving. I was sitting shotgun. And so I wake up and I just like uncontrollable vomit. He was oh. like, dude, roll the window down, roll the window down. <laughs> and I couldn't because it was like an older car where you had to like manually roll the window <laughs> no, down. You don't have and I was then. like, I was like dazed. I was a little in and out. And I just puked all over the side panel <laughs> inside his car. Everywhere puked all over myself. Are you still friends with this guy? This all, yeah. Okay. It, it was Bobo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, He's a good, and like a good friend should. He goes to take me home. He's obviously pissed because I threw up all on the side panel of his car. But I also threw up all over myself. It was like projectile. If you ever see like a puppet, <laughs> if you ever see like a puppet throw up, yeah. that's what it was. Oh, it was chunky. Oh, and dude, awesome. dude, it was rough. That's I what mean, an entire dude. bottle of wine will do to you, and some mm-hmm. shots and some beers. But anyway, it up. I, I was going hard at this point. Anyway, like a good friend should. We go to clean his car off. He's like, "Dude, you're gonna clean my car." Because also, like, I, when I did get the hammer wind- drunk, yeah, you're I was, gonna clean my car. Yeah, exactly. And when I did finally roll the window down, I still puked on the side of it. Like it was, oh, it was a ton oh, of puke. Dude, you were just, and so I know it, it was brutal, dude. That's why Bubba's a good friend. He's he's still uh-huh. friends. He's, he stayed friends with me through this. All right. So he was, he, you know, he's a little irritated, and he's had, had to deal with my drunkenness too. Because uh-huh. I'm irritated. I'm pissed. I got vomit all over myself. I'm acting like a dick. <laughs> when I just puked on his car, yeah, I do remember that. And so we we go before we get to my house. It's like, no, dude, you're gonna you're gonna clean off my car before I take you home. And I was pissed about it. And However, you but he's like, that no, car, dude, but it had to suck. Like whatever yeah. the clean clean so job was. So the car wash and open he, it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. I took the car wash and just clean it out the best I could. And he, luckily, he had some stuff in his car. I think he had to go clean it out the next day too. But yeah, I sat there in the cold. And I just I took my clothes off. I was there in my boxers. Yeah. Why? Right? Yes. Because I had vomit all over myself, and I didn't want to get any more. I didn't want to like get more in his car. Yeah, yeah. So I, trying to be a good I, friend. I had to. Like... I put it. We he had a track. He had like a Seven Eleven bag in his back seat, so I put it in there, tied it up. So I'm, I'm in my boxers. I'm in my boxers, and we're sitting cleaning the car, and it just felt like it took forever. I and then he drops me off at home. Just seen walk, the walk of shame. The walk of shame up to my. 
That's my Your door. And I had to call. Mother. I had to call my mom again. I didn't have keys to get in the house. So she opens the door. I got. I got my vomit clothes in a bag like a homeless person in my boxers in the freezing cold. Oh my god. How does your oh my god. I know. This is crazy. That's awesome. This is brutal. Your mom. Your poor mom. I didn't realize. No wonder. Oh my god. Yeah. Really oh, yeah. been through the ringer. Yeah, I'll stress her out. I'll stress her out. Was your sister like this at all? Uh my sister no I don't think to that level. I mean, she's gotten like blackout. But, I think she's gotten like blackout drunk and had hangovers. Gotten she's not sick. showing up everywhere, just in her underwear. No, 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 no. She's not mom, I need you to come. I know, it, and it's always like at three <laughs> or four in the morning, and my mom would always wake up and she like come up me in. That's such a good mom. That's but and I know my mom was just like dying inside because it, like I'm smelling like cigarettes and throw up and alcohol. Of course, <laughs> what the hell is wrong of with course. your kid? Yeah. So those were two right there. But um, I'm glad you're then, the person you are today. I'm glad. Oh, me too. Yeah. I'm also glad you didn't hurt. Those moments are. I mean, those moments are important to learn how to be. And my concussion story too, obviously. Okay, tell it. When'd you have a concussion? So we went to a friend's bachelor party. Oh no. Right. This is. uh, Recent. This is two year, two summers ago. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so. We're at a friend's bachelor party. Uh, we're and it was. Uh, he wanted to go noodling. He likes outdoor stuff. Noodling. So, noodling. Oh, like when they catch a giant I literally catfish. missed out on this. I know. Cody, I Cody was almost there. I hate that. Okay. So, I know which one you're talking about. So, um, oh, and going back real quick. Actually, actually, I felt so bad for Bobo after the last story I told. Uh-huh. And I was just like, <laughs> I couldn't believe like he was still friends with me after that. <laughs> But I thank Bobo because he did the right thing. He didn't put up my crap. And I remember he was like pissed at me. Uh, and I will yeah. just talk to him the next day. I was like, I'm sorry, man. But uh, <laughs> that shows you how good of a guy he is. Because yeah. he, he did what a good friend should. He made me suffer more. Yeah. And he put me I through agree. the embarrassment. It was good, actually. Uh-huh. But um, yeah, so back to the concussion story. So bachelor party. We're going noodling. So we're out there in the summer. It's really freaking hot. We're sweating, drinking way too much liquor and beer. And we're just outside. There's like these little cabins that you basically just sleep in. And the rest of it, you just hang outside, yeah. right? And so, because you can't really you can't really hang out in these little cabins. There's not enough room for everybody. So we're hanging outside, playing beer pong. Everything's good. But then just it just escalated. Started roughhousing a little bit. And just my drunk self, you know, just got nasty. Started picking a fight with one of our other friends. Really? And yeah. As you yeah. said. Yeah, I started picking a fight with them. Like I, I totally started it. I totally deserved it. I was talking some Who trash. Was I was, uh, it's one of our friends' younger brothers, our friend Taylor. It was Taylor Lewis. Yeah, yeah. there was He's some scrapping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was like, he got a scholarship to go kick out of high school, and he was like the stud little soccer player. Like, yeah. he's an amazing athlete. Taylor, really? Yeah, Taylor Lewis, yeah. Have you, did you meet him at the wedding? I did. I just know Taylor. Yeah, He's a musician. Taylor yeah, yeah, yeah. Lewis. And so, um... Go check him out. <laughs> <laughs> Moving up the Billboard Top 20. <laughs> but, That's uh, really, Yeah, okay, anyways, go. But no, yeah, so... Because Justin and Bo were kind of, like, scrapping around. We're, like, just horsing around, but obviously... It's just a bunch of testosterone, everyone drinking, and uh, yeah, I was being a dick, to be honest. Uh-huh. And so I started messing with them, and um, I, t- I totally instigated the whole thing. So anyway, we started scrapping a little bit. He wraps me around the neck like a guillotine style, and basically like <laughs> pile drives backwards my head straight into the ground. Oh. And we're, we're outside, so like around, bad. yeah. That sounds awful. Just pile drive, and... 
and you, and I was just like dazed. Yeah. I was like dazed. I'm getting like a minor concussion. I didn't go out completely, mm-hmm. but again, I get my mom. Yeah, I know those hits. To the my head. mom. Yeah. We're we're, we're, at, we're out like in the middle of nowhere too because we're like just in the woods. What lake were you at? I can't remember. It was a good drive out because me yeah. and Cody, our other friend Cody Lewis and Bobo drove out there, and uh, it was a good drive. It was, it was out past Rockwall. It was out past Rockwall. My mom okay, was in the ski. He was like almost there, so, or like he was yeah. almost out of the military. No, 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 no he, was, he almost the went there. Yeah, this was just two summers. Ago. I don't know how. So I y'all, y'all, missed it. yeah, we've been together. You might have been married already. I can't remember. We weren't no. married yet, or just we were about together. to be. We were together, yeah, yeah. yeah we were together though. Yeah. Anyway, so it's bachelor party. Yeah, it was Brent, Brandon's. Brett's older brother. Brett's older brother? He's married? Older brother is married. Yeah. Married. Yeah. Wait. I thought you... Mm, when did they get married? They got married in Corpus Christi. Yeah, yeah, because it was... They got married, like, right after that. Yeah. Because I went to the, the wedding right after my concussion. Uh, oh. <laughs> or his bachelor party. Yeah, I wasn't say. at the party or the wedding. I feel terrible. But anyway. Why I can't, weren't you? I can't remember, to be honest with you. We didn't drive out to Corpus. And also, they um, they were supposed to get married in the fall, and they moved it up to the summer. That might have had something to do with it. I can't remember. I'm not sure. I just, yeah, that doesn't seem like something. I got married, like, on the beach in Corpus. Anyway, so, yeah, Paul drives my head in the ground, and everyone was like, oh, my God. You know, for and, yeah, and, when and Taylor, Taylor finally learned some respect. Well, Taylor, Taylor apologized. Well, no, I should learn some respect. <laughs> no, no. I should learn some respect because I deserved it. But he was like, dude, I'm so sorry he felt bad about it. But we're all like hammer drunk. Yeah. And they, Cody Lewis swears, he's like, dude, it sounded like someone hitting a home run. Like the, just the, oh, like yeah, you yeah. hitting the ground. Yeah. And luckily I hit the top of my skull. Yeah. And not like just the back or just yeah. the front. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. Because you had some serious, you dude, looked like a freak. If yeah. Well, my head, it looked like I got stung in the top of the head by a giant bee. Like my oh, head dude, swelled up. So Did it? I, my yeah. eye pulled up with blood. I'll look up, I'll show you a picture oh, no, real here. Please show us a picture. No, I'll show you. But yeah, and obviously I had to go into work, and I had to lie. What did say, you say? I just say I told him we were oh, hanging lie, out lie, and we're going fishing. And I just I fell because it was kind of like on a slope. I just fell. Yeah, I just slipped on the ground. I fell and busted my head. You weren't gonna say, well, I was being yeah, I was being drunk. Yeah, dude, my friend bashed my head. I was being a rude boy. Yeah. One of my friends bashed my head in because I deserved it. Natural type deals. And it's okay to say. I was being a dick on here. Yeah. Dude. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 I'm trying to watch my language. Yeah. Yeah. Comfortably, bro. So okay. Comfortably. So um, so yeah. Again, my mom. I, I have to call her because no one no one can drive. She this is like a 40 minute drive out to this place because it's out past Rockwall, right? And so drives all the way out there, and obviously she's freaked out too because like our friends are calling her like, hey, can you come get Inslee? He's got his head slammed on the ground. We think he has a concussion. You know this. You know, and my mom's obviously my, a mom. That's a very She's a mom. Sure thing to do. She like I could have broke my neck. Like he yeah. jacked like yeah. and my neck would like I couldn't turn it completely for like a good while. Yeah, yeah. It was like a few weeks before yeah, I could rotate my neck. You damaged that brain. I had house. to I had to do stretches every night to mm-hmm. get it back to normal. But anyway, she comes, picks me up. We go straight to this uh, hospital in Rockwall, Baylor. Dang, and, that was and a serious back. I had to get party. I had to get a. A scan on my brain. CT or whatever. Yeah, I had to get a CT scan just to check everything out. And he's like, "Yeah, there's some bleeding in there. It's a little. It's a, you had a concussion. Yeah, but everything else is fine. Just go follow up with your doctor about you know go follow up with your doctor. So I did that, and the doctor gave me like all these warning signs. Was to look Taylor for like so sad? Deflo- 
Yeah, he was, but I mean, he was like, "Yeah, I'm sorry, man," and I was like, "Dude, it was my fault." Yeah, it was one of those things. It was my fault. I'm telling, yeah, all these stories too. I'm telling them because, like, I can I can laugh about them now because I ended up being okay. Right. But, um, yeah, just I put my mom through hell. You know what though? I tell you what though. It's the self control is what I was gonna bring up. I didn't have. Some people can have a healthy relationship with alcohol and have self control, and I could not do that. Um baby's crying so Kristen had to step out for a second but I think that's good to mention but if you like because I know we've been trying to discuss nutrition and things like that but we kind of gone off several different segues and tangents I just feel like it was important to tell the stories something good yeah yeah Yeah. kind of a good because we've been talking for an hour and a half now which is pretty good I don't mean to interrupt the reason I want to tell those is because like I thought y'all found them humorous because yes. I, I find them funny now looking back because I end up being okay. Mm-hmm. You know, thank God. Right. But the reason I like telling those stories too is because, like, obviously in social media and just everything in general, people always see the tip of the iceberg. They don't see all the stuff underneath. You know what right. I mean? So I think uh-huh. it's important to tell those stories to, so people, like, get a sense of, like, where I was and, you know, things that were going on when I drink too much. You right. Know? Compared to, like, where I'm at now. So right. I was just telling those so I feel like it's important to hear, it hear all of it. It's yeah. important for sure, and it's good because there's people out there listening that that are going through what you went through already. And what I was going to say was, since we've been talking so long on the same subject about you know who you are, where you come from, and the things that you've done. Recently, you've sobered up. Yeah. And I think that would be something good to talk about too. Maybe we can we can wrap this thing up with you talking about what you did to change. You know. What yeah. Saying? Yeah, and that's what why I'm, that? that's why I mentioned it too, because um, I was gonna segue into that. Yeah, because that's important too. Yeah, because that's the biggest part about nutrition too, in my opinion, is the mind. Yeah, everything sure. begins and, and ends there. Uh, the psychological aspect of it. Yeah, that and uh, that and also the effects that alcohol has on the body. Oh know, yeah, what it does so to you, how it makes body. you feel. Yeah, absolutely. What, it makes you sluggish. It makes you feel. It makes you dazed it makes you it clouds your vision like all there's all kinds of stuff that's associated with alcohol especially if you drink to that level and when talking about nutrition and stuff like that it's good to understand what it does to your body because i remember when i was still in the marines I, I i wanted to see what it would do to my body i think we've talked about this before i'm not sure but i wanted to see what it would do when i stopped drinking yeah completely yeah and i think like I just went like a week or maybe two and didn't drink anything, just water. But And it wasn't when I only, like nowadays, I really only drink water. But back then, I would drink other nonsense too. But when I drank alcohol, I wanted to see what would happen if I just stopped drinking alcohol. And I think I lost like 15 pounds or something in two weeks. It was something absurd because I just stopped drinking alcohol. And you know they associate things with, with alcohol and how it gets you you get bored and you eat a bunch of food and stuff like that there's a bunch of other nonsense that ties into drinking and things of that nature but um i think it's just important like what it does to your body and how how it changes your mentality and also your physique it changes everything if you yeah if you cut it off it's going to change just a lot of who you are not necessarily physically but also mentally and i think that's just a good way to I guess wrap this podcast up as you talking about how how um, you just sobriety that out of your life. Yeah, yeah, how yeah, you yeah. Quit sober, quitting drinking, and yeah, 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 man. Yeah, I agree with you completely. And um, something you mentioned too 
you know, like setting the example, that that was a part of the reason why. It's important too. I too. Yeah, but yeah, man, I just remember hanging out with some of our friends. I try to keep it like simple and sweet, just as short as possible. But um, yeah, dude, it's just, I can't even, I wish I could like, so I've been sober for, um, let's see, I think here, here in a couple weeks, yeah, here in about two weeks, I'll be sober for, um, I'll be sober for six months. That's crazy. It's crazy. But dude, my life is just like, I can't even describe it, man, from how things were before to now. I wish I could put it in a vial or, or like some sort of a glass and have someone like drink it so they could feel the way I feel. That's I really do feel that way. way. Thinking about it, I was yeah. telling like, I was, I was just telling our friend Cody that the other day. I really wish I could, man. Yeah. It, it, it's, I can't even describe it, man, like how much it's changed my life for the better. But, um, yeah, dude, like me getting sober. It was one of those things, man, I felt like even though I got into nutri- nutrition and I started cleaning up my life, it was still like a monkey on my back that I it just couldn't shake. Right. I just didn't know how to shake it completely. It's the mm-hmm. one, like I had, I had quit drinking sodas. I had like yeah. done, and something you mentioned too reminded me of like, Removing the alcohol was like addition by subtraction, right? Right. Mm-hmm. That's a big part of nutrition too, big man. Deal, yeah. That's why people start feeling better on certain diets yeah. most of the time, because they're, they're it's not just they're eating better, but they're cutting out all this bad stuff that they did before right. or were putting in their bodies before. But yeah, uh, I just remember being hungover and I was a butcher's assistant, and it was just really hard work, and I was just being just miserable at work the next day, just right. hungover, smelling like cigarettes, mm-hmm. and. This job was hard, and it just—I was like, you know what? I just, ah, oh, it just sucked, man. And I saw this—I actually saw a commercial on TV. There's this um, ESPN 30 for 30 documentary that I recommend everybody watch. It's not even really about sports. Like you can love it, regardless if you're into sports or not. But it's called Unguarded, and it's uh-huh. about this basketball player, Chris Heron, and it goes through like his 14 years of drug and alcohol addiction right? and how he overcame it. He's crying in the background. Continue. (laughs) But dude, it's an amazing, it's just an amazing story, man. And I'd seen it before, Mm -hmm. but for some reason, like just this particular day, I saw like a trailer for the second part. He made a second part to it where he goes and talks. uh, I think it's called The First Day. Uh And it's where, so the first one tells like his story. And then the second documentary is just him going to schools, talking to kids. And it's just showing him doing public speaking, right? Uh-huh. And I just saw the commercial for it that day, and it was coming out the next day. And, um, and yeah, I was watching some sports game. So if I wasn't watching some sports game that day, I wouldn't have seen this commercial. Right. But I saw it, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to choose to be... I'm just going to do it this time. Yeah. I'm going to really try to stick with it this time because I tried and failed so many times before. Like I mentioned the concussion story. Mm-hmm. I stayed sober for like a month and then I just started it all over again. Right. You know, I gave myself a reason to get back in it. Yeah. And I gave myself reasons not to let it go. Yeah. Even though I knew it was damaging. Kind of talked yourself back into it. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, but anyway, I saw this ad. I saw the commercial for the new one. So that night, I rewatched the old one, and it just inspired me. And like, dude, my, it sounds weird, but my soul like couldn't take it anymore. Yeah. That's almost how I felt. And I was uh-huh. like, I'm gonna be 39. I'm 29 at the time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't want to be 39 and look back and be like, man, I wish I quit when I was 29. Right. Because I already was thinking back to when I was 19 and drinking heavily 
And I was like, I wish I had gotten sober then. And I just didn't want that feeling. That's heavy and it, to think and it about. Finally, it finally, like, something about, I really do believe this, man. I believe, do you believe in divine intervention, Cody? Sure, absolutely. Yeah. It made me believe in that, dude. Yeah. It really did. Because, like, just, just I can't even really describe it. Like I said, it was like, it was like burning my soul, mm-hmm. you know, that I couldn't shake this thing. And obviously, like, I wasn't drinking every day or anything, but, you know, I've, and so I convinced myself, like, dude, you're not, you're fine, dude. You're not drinking every day. You're okay. You don't have a problem. Right. But that's the illusion you give yourself when you're in it. Yeah. And then now that I've been away from it so long, I can see, like, how I was coming up with this crazy logic, you know, that didn't, didn't really make any sense. It was just me making an excuse to keep going. Exactly. And, uh, because it's really just more about the alcohol, too. It's about you know, changing these things about myself that I wanted to improve on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, um, yeah, I'm kind of incoherent rambling here. I'm all over the place. That's but, okay, dude. That's what but this is about. But anyway, I see this documentary. I rewatch it. It just gave me this inspiration. And I was like, okay, finally, this time, I'm really, really going to do it. I'm really going to take the steps I need to to do it. And sure enough, I just started taking things one day at a time. And I was like, okay, I stayed sober today. Let's let's just try to stay sober tomorrow. And I keep kept piecing it together. And then, you know, and then I'm here now, pretty much. That's legit, dude. You know, but the first I will say like the first like about two months, especially when you get around it, man, it's really hard. And I was like really uncomfortable because another thing too is I thought I needed it as like a social lubricant. Mm-hmm. And then now I realize like, dude, I'm just so much more comfortable in my skin ever than when i was when i was drinking no that's but it was just yeah yeah it goes back to the illusion Uh you know i know exactly what you're talking about and um i just get a little bit of yeah i get a little bit of like social anxiety Mm -hmm. so i would like turn to drinking to calm me down and it's crazy to think about social anxiety and it really does drinking absolutely helps in social situations it lowers those inhibitions yeah yeah and it makes you it, it takes that stress away and it makes it so that you can be comfortable in a social environment and you can talk openly talk about what you think and it's not, there's not really much that's going to hold you back because you're like oh I feel comfortable now you know so yeah yeah a and lot I, of people talk about one to two drinks and they're perfect for any situation you know yeah. but it's it's nuts to think about that it, what would have what like you talking about taking the alcohol away and realizing that you don't need it in those social situations or it kind of brings back those social anxieties without it it's awesome to have that challenge to to try and do it without, right? Like yeah, you were talking absolutely. about before. And being able to learn more about yourself, the more about your body triggers and what the way you're feeling and stuff of that nature. And trying to be build that that ability to to exist in those social situations without it. And being able to do that without the alcohol, it's only gonna make you stronger. You know what I'm saying? Oh absolutely. So yeah. and that's a really good point to make because there's a lot of people out there that, that lo- I mean, same here. Like I, I used to love alcohol in that way, and I used to drink it a lot as well. And social situations, uh, or I guess social climate, whatever you want to call it, when you're out and having a good time and drinking beers and stuff like that, it makes it. It just seems like the right thing to do because of culture and society. It seems yeah. like that's what we do. You know what I'm saying? There's not a whole lot. I mean, there's a lot of sober people out there. Don't let me don't. I don't want to make the mistake there, but it just seems like that's where that's what we do in America. You know what I'm saying? You go out, yeah. have some drinks, hang out with whomever you want to hang out with, 
and have a good time. And that's just the, that's the norm. It's kind of part of the culture too. Yeah, like yeah. We're, like we're talking about in the beginning, like us growing up drinking, like it's kind of a social normal thing. But and now I've been sober, I think it's crazy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, it's crazy it's we're nuts. drinking that it, young. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I like if I ever have a kid someday, like you know, I wouldn't, you know. I would because some people will say like I've heard before like well your kid's gonna do it anyway it's yeah. like I, that doesn't have to be true there's, I don't believe that there's just a uh, uh, I hate to keep you know going you know what I mean to, yeah yeah I hate to keep going back to like different podcasts and stuff but there's this video there um, and it's just like a soundbite from one of Jocko's po- uh, podcasts where some dude like wrote him a letter I'm, I don't know if you've seen this one or not or listened to this I haven't I don't think oh dude it's so good but this is like a fan he wrote yeah, him a letter yeah just like somebody that wrote oh. him a letter to tell him how that you know he's changed his life yeah but in the letter he's talking about how he read one of Jocko's books yeah and he's talking about how it's changed him for the better he used to be an alcoholic and he talks about his his timeline through what he did and stuff kind of like your story but he talks about how he starts to, to get off of alcohol and start to exercise more and he's like middle-aged right he, he i don't think he says his exact exact age but he mentions in the letter to jocko he said i think it's crazy how normal people feel like this yeah talking about sobriety yeah absolutely. he's like He's like, when I stopped drinking and started to exercise, he's like, you mean to tell me that people have been walking around feeling like this? And I have no idea. Like, I didn't know because my weekends, you know, we have drinks. A lot of people weekdays have drinks, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, like, I'm going home after work to crack open a beer and drink. Like, I shoot people I know in the restaurant industry. That's how we exist. That's how we live, you know what I'm saying? Like, after work, you go home. Some people talk about drinking a six-pack after they get off at, like, 11 o'clock at night and then go to sleep. And that's nuts to think about, you know what I'm saying? Like, back in the day, sure, like, that's something that I would have done, like, probably back when I was in the Marine Corps. But now, absolutely not. You know what I'm saying? I just don't drink that much. And when we talk about it now, the only times I really do drink is when I'm with close friends, like, like you like if you were to still drink we would probably be drinking right now um, oh for sure yeah right if uh, any of my marine buddies come up we'll have some beers together for sure but other than that if I'm just if it's just me and Kristen at the house or I'm seeing my family or we're going out and doing something I hardly drink at all and knowing for so, so from from going and if you've if you've drinking heavily like we've talked about before if you've been there and you stop and you realize like what it's like to not have a hungover or weekday when you're not hungover, you know what I'm saying? It's nuts to feel better like that, to feel hydrated, to feel just, I guess, normal. Yeah, it gives you like a totally different feeling. Yeah. Because it because yeah, yeah. To tag along on like what you're saying is, uh, yeah, dude. Um, it's just weird, man. It's it's weird how, you know, I thought alcohol, like, gave me confidence. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Or, like, you know, we're talking about social situations. or I, I thought it was giving me something, but it doesn't it, – it, it honestly, it, it, you realize like – I realize now it, it didn't give me anything that was real. Right. It, 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 it is, it's a mask. It gives you nothing that's real because real. you're hung over the sure. next day yeah. and, like, the just the downs – yeah. The downs were like like just feeling depressed and just I feel like I killed my dog. I'd have, I'd have that like dark cloud over yeah. my head like I did something wrong and I'd be constantly Well, it's definitely a downer. apologizing and asking people like was I okay last night? Right. You know oh, like and yeah, it would drag yeah. out an for embarrassing like feeling. it would drag out for like 3 days, man. It was yeah. brutal. And just the downs were too 
low. Exactly. Compared to the highs of the social drinking and stuff. But, um, and yeah, yeah, don't get me wrong, I still got a long way to go. Yeah. And, dude, I wanted to crawl on my skin at certain points, and I still do from time to time. Mm-hmm. But, um, but I'm way better today than I was six months ago, that's for sure. But, um, uh, yeah, man, it's just been, it, like, dude, I just have so much more just gratitude now, too, yeah. man. Like, like, on this it's break, I've been back from school, and I've just been, like, trying to hang out with as many people as possible. Right. Like, whereas before, I kind of, like, you know, I just kind of hang out and watch TV at home. Or right. But, uh, yeah, man, it just, um, I was telling our friends this earlier. I went to go get lunch with them. Like, I, let's see what you think about this. I feel like at our core of, like, who we are as a person is, like, what we were like, like, who we were before we even drank alcohol. Or yeah, like any as kids. Of that. Like, to me, that's that's the root of you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And alcohol really isn't any part of you at all. No, for, I, and I, like, agree with you. I like I was saying, I wish I could help people understand that you just don't need it. Yeah. You know? Well, that's kind of what this is for. And um, you can talk about it and yeah. help and, people to understand that. And too, man, like, it's, it's more than just, it's really not even about the alcohol either. It's about, uh, it's about just changing these things to better, right. your, better yourself. Yeah. You know? But, because, uh, yeah, there's, like, have you ever heard the term, like, dry drunk? I think I might mention it to you I don't before. know if I have. Like, a dry drunk, they're basically a person who just, like, they don't drink, but they're just, like, white-knuckling it through life. And they yeah. just, they do nothing to change about yeah. who they are. Interesting. Like, the bad things about themselves, uh-huh. you know what I mean? So, yeah, that's what I want to emphasize, too, is it's not even just about the drinking, but I think, you know, being able to stay sober has given me confidence too. It's just like exercise. Yeah. Like I can't believe I'm doing this. Yeah, now yeah. I've been doing this like almost six months. Right. And it, like gives you that boost. You so like how much if stronger I, you actually are. Yeah, and and also too like it helped me get through school because I was like if I can do this, right. which I thought I can never quit doing, then I can absolutely what finish else school. Yeah, yeah. Which kind of helps build that positive mindset too. Yeah. And um, yeah, man, I'm not sure else what to say about that, but uh, I think you pretty much covered it, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll beat a dead horse or two. I know you can. <laughs> we both will. I yeah. What, was there anything y'all... I was trying to think of questions for y'all. Dude, I think that's a good place to end. <laughs> okay. To be honest with you. Okay. Um, I'm happy with the person that you are. And yeah. The person that you're becoming. Yeah, for sure. We both are. What's your I appreciate Instagram handle in case anybody wants to see... <laughs> Food pictures, yeah, just, pictures, stuff like that. It's just, gonna, it's just my name. Insley, E-N-S-L-E-Y, Hatfield, H-A-T-F-I-E-L-D. Yeah, look this dude up. On Instagram. And all the single ladies out there. He's a freaking, he's a babe, so check him out. I've been told I'm a cutie pie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be into waiting, it. We're waiting on you to get a girl. <laughs> I will. I'm not holding my breath. I will. <laughs> yeah. But, um. I will eventually. No, that's a good t- That's a good place to end it, bro. We've been talking for an hour and 45 minutes. No, yeah. stop. Yeah, that's a long podcast. It's the longest podcast we've had so far. Welcome to a Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> we had all these little ideas to talk about, and we didn't cover any of them, but that's great. Wait, like, what, what we were, nailed it. I don't know. What were some other stuff you want to hit on? There's plenty Nothing, of other things. Just yeah, yeah. Stuff. We're not going to talk about it now because this thing's going to go along, and we're just kind of like oh. mumbling at this point in time. Just oh, it's cool. Well, things. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say beating the dead horse. I was going to mention one other thing. Go Because I remember on the past podcast, you had, like, kind of uh, talked about whenever you I texted you that one day, uh-huh. like, during finals. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, I dude, it was crazy. Mind. It was, like, my 150th day of sobriety. And just, like, 
all these emotions like hit me. It, it was it was insane, man. Really? Yeah, I'm I'm so I'm so much more emotional than I like to admit. <laughs> well, really? that's yes, and it's yeah, it's but, important because me too. <laughs> yeah, it's important because 150 days doesn't seem like a long time, but when we talked about it, it's just like. When's the last time you could something, say Something, yeah, dude, you summed it up beautifully when yeah. you texted me that. Like, you texted me, like, dude, when's the last time you could say, you say 150 days sober? I was like, probably when I was 15. 15 years ago. So probably about 15 years ago. Yeah, that's Nuts. crazy. Yeah, that's it's crazy. insane to think that's about awesome. that. But, um, yeah, dude, I just remember that day, like, whenever you texted me that, it just, like, summed it up perfectly. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I, I cried a few times that day. That's it, right. it was just, like, a wave of emotions that hit me. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, whenever I listened to y'all's podcast before, too, I think I like listening to it because I hear Kristen talk about certain things and you talk about certain things. It's like, I'm like both of those in the yeah. one. You know what I mean? There's like relatable things from both sides. Right. But yeah, I was going to tie this in to, to finish it off. I was going to tie like that into like your positivity too, man. Like, um, yeah, that's something I admire big time. And dude, I swear, I swear it definitely, it really does rub off on people. I appreciate that. But um, I'm glad it does. I hope it can affect Everybody. Yeah, I just remember texting you that day when it was like that 150th day uh, of my sobriety. And I just wanted to mention too, like it, it wasn't even about, like it was really not that much about the alcohol. It was about, I've always had trouble, you know, loving myself and doing good things for myself. Right. I always beat the crap out of myself and get it in yeah. my own way. Mm-hmm. Very self critical And like, especially in women, with women. Really? Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Because it, I figured this out through therapy. I found this out through going to therapy. It was painful, mm-hmm. but I, I couldn't accept that someone could, like a woman, could love me for who I am. Right. So that's why it was always like hard for me to get and be comfortable in my own skin. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Would you believe me if I said the same? Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> it's not a bad thing either. <laughs> but no, just. But yeah, um, but yeah. So it was. I guess my point was too is like it wasn't even about the alcohol that was making me emotional. It was, it was me doing something for myself. You know what I mean? It was yeah. me, me doing something for myself. Me taking steps to, you know, just become better as a person. Therapy. Uh, not at the moment, but I want to. I think I have access through it through school. So much fun. So I want to keep doing it. You enjoy it. It's like great, but it's not great. It's, yeah, it's a weird combination. You come out of there crying sometimes. Like yeah, it, it's like it's like ripping a bandaid off. You don't want to do it, and you're like, oh, I don't want to freaking do this today. There are days where you're just like, I especially in the hate beginning, myself. And oh then yeah. Other days where it's just like, this is great. I'm gonna change my whole life. <laughs> exactly, but then you kind of like also too those days where you do come out and it's like a dagger to your heart. It kind of calms down a little bit, and you're like, you know what? That was good. Yeah, like in the long run. Until you find the next thing. Until you find the next thing. Yeah, until you dig up the next thing. <laughs> Weston's awake right now. My bad, Cody. I just drug this thing out. <laughs> no, let's uh, let's but, let's do the whole. Let's do a little wrap up here. But yeah. So yeah, to just to sum everything up, that's what it was really about. It's about doing something good for myself. You yeah. know what I mean? It was about caring about myself because, also too, when you do that, that's like to me. I see life now as like it's about it's about helping other people because then that helps you. Absolutely, I agree with you completely. That's awesome. That's a good point. And you can do that when you take care of yourself. Like we had a friend earlier. He's trying to talk to his brothers about some things. I was like, dude, the best thing you can do. Some you taught me, Cody. You live through action. 
you oh, yeah. positive mental attitude. You take actions to get better at things you want to improve on, mm-hmm. like just being more positive or right. you know taking care of your body better and your mind more, addressing yeah. some things yeah. that make you uncomfortable, the like going to therapy. Because yeah. the it, take, it, it takes courage to do that too. So doing those things, you know, yeah, people will see it. They'll be able to follow. And then also too, like you're saying, you know, you can you can give advice and people will listen more, more willing to listen. Yeah, I think that's what ultimately what it's all about, giving back to other people, because that then in turn that helps you. Yeah, you yeah yeah you gain from those things, you gain from those experiences, and that's a as my son chokes on this, <laughs> as my son chokes on this pen, that's great time to, to wrap it up. So again, mention how we can how can we find you on social media. Yeah, I'm just on Instagram pretty much. I'm not on anything else. Yeah, that's where you're most active. But yeah, so. it's just my name. At Insley Hatfield. E- yeah, at Insley Hatfield. At yeah. Insley Hatfield. If you follow Cody, yeah, I you like can that find you're me. Most, I like that you're most active on Instagram because me too. Yeah. Literally 10 minutes away from two hours. Let's stop this. <laughs> the conversation doesn't have to stop, but it does have to, the, the conversations you're listening to. The recording process has to, has to stop. I know. So we're done here. That was great. Had a great time. This bad was going to be dropped soon. Are you going to listen to this like six times? Yeah, I'm going to have to make myself listen to it. Because I was, oh, I was also nervous fun, this time yeah, yeah, going yeah. through it. Because I want to get back on here again with y'all for it, sure. Yo, dude, for sure, for sure. It, it, Next time, have your talking. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but um, um, let's let's uh, take a picture and post that bad boy. Okay, yeah. Sounds good, Instagram, man. Instagram like tomorrow or something like that whenever people look at it and stuff. But yeah, thanks for having me over. Because this table is cool. I like the way it's set up. <laughs> I know, it is cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah, stay here for later. You don't have to leave anytime soon, but we're out of here now. Thanks for listening. Bye, guys. Later. Oh, bye.